Hello, and welcome to the In the Can podcast. My name is Devin, and I'm joined by... James. And... Tom. And we're still a bunch of nerds sitting in a damn basement pretending we're still slightly important. Woohoo! Welcome. I feel important. <laughs> How are you guys doing today? Pretty good, a bit tired, but that's kind of general. Feeling rushed, but good. Oh, rushed. Right. Well, let's take this nice and calm, <laughs> and uh, we'll just jump into what we've seen this past week. Uh, the movies that came out were Greta and Medea Funeral, so uh, I doubt we've watched either of those. Nope. I don't know how Tyler Perry continues. I really well, don't. He, he killed Medea, so we're good. Yep. It was finally the last movie. Thank you. Undead Medea. Medea, uh, back from hell. That being said, I do want to see Greta. I just, it's not... Not a huge number on my list. Right. I got around to seeing um, Happy Death Day to You. How did you enjoy it? It was good. I liked the first one better. This one definitely went more sci-fi than the first one's kind of horror-ish elements. Oh, so it kind of hit like a point where I'm like, all right, this is cool. But, you know, there's just, it didn't have the the interest of the first one. So You know, I will at least say from that, at least they tried something different instead of trying to do the exact same thing. They definitely that, still do the same thing, and but, that's the point of the movie, but, yeah. You, you she, know what I mean, yeah. She, like, basically goes to the rest of the friends and is like, hey, I'm repeating again. This is bad. What the hell did you do? <laughs> I just did a thing. Great. Shut up and fix it. So Again, awesome. I kind of like that. It, it's yeah. like the whole Alien, Alien 2 thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. You're done. Um, well, I saw... Uh, yeah, that one, that movie. Yeah, you know what it is. Um, <laughs> wow, thanks. <laughs> that helps. Much description. Uh, I finally so saw wow. this week. Um, cool. And uh, I also saw uh, fighting with the family, and throwing it way back. I also saw Inception for the first time. Cool. Still haven't seen that one. <laughs> so Honestly, don't I, really have a care. I loved Inception. Yeah, I first off, really Alita. I loved Alita. I can't wait for the next. Um, fighting with family was an all right movie. Um, lots of like up and down moments of like being kind of slow and drawn out, but it is based off of a real story. So sometimes that happens. Um, and it's also a WWE produced movie. So, um, and, uh, Inception, fantastic, uh, frustrated with the ending though. That's kind of the point though, isn't it? Oh, yeah, because I'm like, just let me know. And uh, I like that they don't. I like ambiguity, though. Yeah, yeah. I like that they don't because you kind of draw your own conclusions, and once you start delving into whether it is or not, it's like, oh, there's actually a lot of stuff for both. So. Yeah. I, the problem is, it's like because people feel like that. I don't think a lot of directors want that ambiguity, even though sometimes it's the perfect way to do it. Well, I have to say, it was an incredibly bold choice, but the entire movie was bold and in your face, and I loved it. Yeah. Um, it it, it takes me... a it takes a certain kind of director, and Christopher Nolan's definitely like, yeah, here, take this, yeah. have fun. And he's he's one of those directors that is very much willing to take those risks. Because um, they're calculated risks, but they're risks nonetheless. And he also had the cast to support Oh yeah, that kind of. I will uh, agree. I have not seen it, but I agree. And honestly, anything I've seen a, by Christopher Nolan was pretty good. And it's, it's ambitious. Very too. well done. I absolutely love the uh, 
the hallway fight with yes. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I've seen I've seen bits and of that. And that's have you seen how they shot that? They, no, how it's in a tube. the The hallway is in a tube. They mounted the camera directly to the ground and secured it, and then spun the tube. That's so when they, oh my God, when they're that's fighting, amazing. the tube starts moving, so they slam into the walls and they start. But it just looks like they're like crawling and being thrown up on the ceiling, all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's an old thing they used for. It was an old musical that someone was like dancing and they started dancing on the wall. They did the same thing where the yeah. whole wall was in this like this rotating yeah. sphere. So yep. the the tube and the wall that the cameras are fixed to are are like they're stationary. They don't yep. move. So it and looks like the people in the room are moving, but even everything though the entire, else is the entire yeah. camera and the wall itself are, the, the, yep. are moving. That's amazing. Yeah, it's such a practical, such a brilliant. Effect. The it's fact so that it was done digital with no wires is amazing. Yeah, and the fact that they brought back things that you weren't expecting, yeah. um, like the fact that he mentions uh, Paradox and Paradox pops back up again, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, that was genius. I oh, will... The movie is extremely well made, very well written, yep. and it's it's a, one of those like real mind trips, literally. Yeah. And it was it was just <laughs> yeah, everything yeah. in it was beautifully well done, and I I loved the whole the thing from beginning to end. I guess yeah. I will have to look into it because yeah, it's I, it's very well done for. I, like I said, I enjoy a lot of what Christopher Nolan has done. Yeah, if you like any of what Christopher Nolan has done, it's like him to the next level. It's him able to say, okay, what do I want to do? Uh, let's do it. And right? he doesn't quite jump his own shark like he did in Interstellar. Right. Where it's like, hey, uh, yeah, let's just go into this black hole, and now we're just going to conveniently tie up the rest of the movie. Right. And All the right, other, then. The other beautiful part is... is The sixth dimension is love. With having so many, like, big stars in the movie, um, a lot of the times having, like, that ensemble-type cast... Uh, One gets favorite or the other. Either that or, like, everybody just kind of bleeds together. Here, everybody was a shining star. It's definitely DiCaprio's movie, the, but you know, yeah. everyone has their own... Their Everyone's a hero of their own story, yes. even though they're, you're focusing on... I still love Ellen Page in the movie. Oh, absolutely. And I, I love uh, general, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yes. Well, he's one of I those him in extremely underrated actors. Yes. So, so anyways, you should get the next one. So what did you see this week? I started watching Contagion. Okay. I, I Things popped up. Things popped up. I was not able to finish it. I got maybe a quarter of the way through. It's one of those movies that I... I like absolutely love the opening where they. That's the one about the the worldwide plague, right? Yeah, and I remember like the first five minutes, everybody's just going <laughs> and like dropping, and it's like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, I absolutely love the uh, the score in that movie. <clears throat> I I bought the score to that just and like the rest of the movie is forgettable, but I love the score. Hmm. That kind of weird. Yeah. Techno and like I said, synth beat. The only problem, the only reason I had I hadn't finished is the fact that things popped up and I didn't get around back to it. Yeah, fair. Yeah, it's a it's a decent movie. It's kind of forgettable ultimately. Not really saying much though. Heard it was alright. So it's uh, Steven Soderbergh's one of those weird directors that yeah. his movies are like either really cool or kind of forgettable, and you just kind of forget that he made them. He made a movie called Unsane this past year, which was great, but I forgot what it was about. It's about a woman who's insane, and that's like all I remember about it. So it's oh, you explained that to me when we were looking yeah, at and your. It was pretty good. It was just kind of like. Oh, okay. Well, that's a movie I just watched. Yeah, that all shot on I think iPhones or something. Which is 
really weird. But, <laughs> but yeah, that was that was about it. And like I said, what I saw that was pretty interesting, actually. Yeah. Very cool. I think it ultimately was pretty good, but I don't. It's another one that I'm like, okay, well, I saw it. So. <laughs> That's like ninety percent of movies for you, Kevin. Yeah, surprisingly. <laughs> Anyway, uh, that's what we've seen this past week. Uh, this coming week, when this is released, Captain Marvel is finally coming out. And yep. say what you want about you know people who haven't seen the movie uh, critiquing the movie, uh, it looks cool to me. So, yeah, I'll say that the trailer just didn't grab me. Like yeah. at first, it kind of did, and then like I don't know, just nothing was grabbing me. I remember when I when when I caught the trailer for Black Panther, I was like. And after it was over, I was like, I gotta see this in theaters. I have to see this in theaters. But, like, I haven't seen half the Marvel movies in theaters. And I think, like, there's a couple of them I haven't flat out seen. I just caught enough bits and pieces from what it's been playing on syndication. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, I know how the movie goes. Like, I don't, I didn't watch it, Thor 2 in theaters. Well, you didn't miss much. No. And that's the thing. It's like, I don't remember sitting down and watching it, but I more or less know everything that happens in it. I saw it twice. Why? <laughs> uh, I think yep. I saw it three times. But no, it, it's like that. It's like uh, Black I also Panther. Have it on DVD. Black Panther was one that like I I needed to see that in theaters. It just looked amazing from the trailer, <laughs> and even even Thor Ragnarok, I enjoyed it when I watched it. The trailer for it though, I was like, Ugh. I yeah. I had a real hard time with. Nope, the second I saw Thor versus uh, the Hulk in an arena, and uh, the fact that uh, Jeff, uh, Jeff Goldblum, Goldblum, wow, I can't speak today, uh, was going to be in there, I'm like, I'm in, I don't care, seeing it on the big screen, it's happening. I'm like, hey, it's a Marvel movie, I'm seeing it on the big screen. <laughs> no, yeah, but like I said, it's, the trailer for uh, Captain Marvel just hasn't grabbed me. I'm interested, I... I love the de-aging on Samuel Jackson. It's so subtle, you don't really realize it. Like, they've perfected it, that technology it helps on him, the at least. It helps really well. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I mean, mean... It's been, like, 30 years since he looked that good, but at the same time, you're like, oh, well, he still looks damn good. Well, it good is job, Samuel L. Jackson, so, like, he's kind of always looked the same. Yeah. Just now he looks slightly older. What is interesting is the fact that this this is going to be a younger Nick Fury. Yeah, it's yeah. before he's the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. So yeah. you'll actually he has see... two eyes. He might lose an eye in this movie. I doubt it, but he might lose an eye. <laughs> One, that. But two, it's like watching watching the trailer with him. It's like, wow, he's actually emoting. Oh, that's right. It's before he becomes the head, and he has to be the yeah. mastermind chess master. Yeah. It's like So you'll actually get some emoting from Nick Fury, because yeah. I don't think he's a rookie, per se. I, I, I can't no, I think he's... But he's definitely... He's, he's definitely seasoned, hasn't... but he's not... I think he's, like, actually fired or something. I'm not um, really sure. I think he was, like, kicked out of whatever he was, government thing he was working Yeah, he on. was uh, one of those... Um, doesn't really matter, but yeah. it, it it's that's the part that that's the part that actually seems yeah. to catch my interest the most. Is the most is yeah. about that, wow, we'll get to see Nick Fury actually get befuddled and, like, react to this shit. Yeah, I'm curious to see him. I'm curious to see the cat, but that's just because I know what the cat is in the comics, and it's not a cat. <laughs> Yeah. I'm really curious if they stick with that, but I kind of doubt they will. And then isn't this the um, one that introduces the other alien race? Uh, the Skrulls? 
Scroll or Cree or something. The Cree like have been introduced. They were in uh, Guardians. Ronan the Accuser in Guardians. Yeah, oh, she is a Cree. Right. You're right. Yeah. That warmongering one. That's a Cree. You're absolutely. Uh, right. The scrolls are shapeshifters, so they might have been introduced. I'm How kind of hoping know? they were, because that would be really cool to me if this the establishes something has been going on this yeah. entire time. And the thing is, it wouldn't even be a break of character. It's like, oh no, this person was secretly. It's like they're shapeshifters. Yeah, who take and, place in society that works perfectly. And like casting Ben Mendelsohn as the villain, man, that's like the go-to for Ready Player One, uh, the Robin Hood movie that people forgot came out, Star Wars, uh, Rogue One. Star Wars, Rogue One, and this, you know, yeah, yeah. But so I mean, that's fine. If um, you see Ben Mendelsohn, just shoot him in the face. He's probably evil. But don't actually do that, but you know, still, no, he he plays but a so well. If you see him well. playing acting in a film. Chances are he's the bad guy. It's like Sean Bean. If you see Sean Bean playing a character, they're you don't die. even have to kill him. He'll find a way to kill himself. <laughs> right? So amazing. Yeah. He embraces it though, and that's funny. Anyway, yeah. I there's parts of it I'm looking forward to, yeah. but on the whole, it's like I'll, honestly, I'll wait for your guys' opinion. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I really do think Brie Larson's a brilliant actress. So mm-hmm. all of her behind the scenes stuff with the interviewers and all that, I'm like, well, yeah, if it's only the one type of person that you're being interviewed, yeah, it's a little weird. So I, I get what she's saying about that. She, you know, I don't really care about her off screen. On screen, if she's good, who cares? <laughs> so, what's, what's funny about that is I, kind of, I almost have the same kind of thought process. I worked in a plant for eight years now, Devin. If I don't see, like, half black people, I'm like, there's something wrong here. <laughs> but that's because I've been around predominantly black people. It's like, it's hard to find the white guy in the plant. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it's, I don't know, the the whole behind-the-scenes stuff with Brie Larson, who cares? Yeah, I like, mean... It gets people talking about the movie. My big thing is, is like, I want to see the film. What's wanting me to see it is literally where we see the after-credit, or the end-credit scene for Infinity War with the pager. Aftermath, I mean, yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, it makes me want to see how they're going to tie her into the story. Um, even if it's not obviously picking up where things are have left off. No, but, but it'll kind like, of end that. Yeah, point. like fitting her in and seeing how yeah. she fits into the Marvel I'm, universe. I'm wondering if like the first two thirds are. I apologize. Okay. I wonder if the first two thirds are going to be how they got to the point where Fury has her on pager. I don't know. And then like I the mean, last thirds kind of integrating and moving forward. I hope I, so. But I I'm, think that's the best balance you can find because otherwise the Tesseract plays into this somewhere and I'm like okay cool so is this just how, how the hell does S.H.I.E.L.D. end up with the Tesseract in Avengers because okay right. I hope that's not the entire story but. Well no because they, they ended up with it. Uh, uh, they found it. Uh, uh, Tony's Howard, father. Yeah, Howard, Howard Stark finds it but how does it end up from Howard Stark and S.H.I.E.L.D.'s hands and it's like well who really cares. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like an unnecessary unnecessary but thing that you need to. Explain. If that's the only storyline that they're going down, it'll be a little disappointing. But I I really do like some of Captain Marvel's character in the comics, depending on which version you get. <laughs> which writer's um, doing it? Yeah, but I'm expecting it to be fun. I'm expecting to go. That's some cool effects, or that cat's awesome, and he has tentacles coming out of his face. But <laughs> I'm also surprised for the cat Bulu. Yeah, if that I, actually happens, well, damn, they they made a cat I've into something enough, insane. I've seen um, enough anime to know what's going. Yeah. I'm also looking forward to that like '90s throwback. Yeah, um, I, to I'm see not how as nostalgic. Yeah. I, not so much the not so much the like nostalgia of seeing that. I want to see 
how they're going to pull it off. They're just going to throw a blockbuster joke in your face, nine inch nail shirts. You know, it, it's going to be right, like, but I want to see. The 90s. I'm hoping that they don't like overdo it, and that's literally just like a backdrop setting. Well, kind of like a more of an extended scene that we had in like Guardians Two. Yeah, where With, yeah. Kurt Russell. Yeah, yeah, where it's that, like, that cool. So did you. Anyway. Like, you know, like, cool, we get it. That's, like, this background. That's what you're trying to establish is a, a timeline. That's great. But I'd very much like it to not be, like, the overall flavor that, like, taints the... See Robert the, Patrick the, walking the by soup, in a police so to speak. <laughs> I actually wouldn't mind that if, they, if they have a, a little cameo. They but did that in Wayne's World, and that's kind of creepy when you think about those two are crossed over. But no, it, so in other words, we're all kind of interested in it. You two more than me, but then that's yeah, kind I'm, of par for the course. With I'm me. genuinely curious about it. It's not yeah. the movie I'm like super excited about. I think we all agree that's Aftermath. Aftermath. Endgame. Endgame. Why did I say Aftermath? I don't know. I'm super excited for Endgame. Captain Marvel, I hope, like, I'm almost more looking forward to the after credit scene. Yes. Or scenes. And <clears> potential <throat> of a trailer being dropped. And I'm like, that would be really cool. Do a Matrix 2 on us and just drop a Matrix, or a, drop an Endgame trailer at the end of the, the trailer. That'd be like amazing. Like I said, I honestly... Or, uh, Thor... No, uh, Captain, Mar- Captain America, the first Avenger, they had a, a Marvel... The uh, Avengers trailer. Yeah. yeah. After um, the- honestly, I, I I do hope it's like I like I said, like the first two thirds are how they got to be such close compatriots that Fury has her on dial, and then the last third is kind of getting the getting the call, and then kind of yeah, a little bit of the aftermath. I want that because that way it ties organically and naturally in everything, and if it's at the end of it, it or doesn't you- just feel like. Or you get the snap from her point of view. Yes. And she either survives or doesn't. And if she doesn't, you follow her. Where do people go for? Yeah. That would also be amazing. Because just something like that would pull the movie out of just like... Right now, it kind of feels like the first Ant-Man. It's like, oh, okay, all this stuff's going on. Hey, let's have this weird random movie. Okay. And now back to the story. Because the first Ant-Man was what? Right after like Ultron? Something yeah, like that. Yeah. I think it was, it was right after one of the Avengers, and you're like, oh, all this cool stuff's happening. Cool, let's wa- let's watch this guy in a small suit. Okay, back to the story. Yeah, it was and, a side story. Yeah, and it. I had, I had other issues with Ant-Man, so it's not going to be on a list we're doing later. But, <laughs> well, yeah, but you knew it was going to link up eventually, but mm-hmm. it didn't have a tie like I, it probably should have. And again, I hope I, either the, one of our versions yeah. happens, because then... I've got, we've got tides. It's like, yeah. oh my God, what's going to happen? And or, then you cut when something big. Or she it. shows up in the quantum realm and's like, what? Hi, the- Ant Man, who the hell are you? <laughs> or something like that. Just tie it right. in somehow. Or even if she, like, yeah. she's trying to lead a rebellion from inside the Soul Stone or some jazz. Yeah. Like, Did, either they're in the Soul Stone, they're in another dimension, something. Secret Wars is going on. I mean, to me, if they ended up doing Secret Wars, that would be the perfect way to add in the. Add in the X Men, yep, <laughs> and Fantastic Four, and yep. like stuff like Ghost Rider and Blade and Moon Knight and all these kind of weird characters that they're characters. not they now yeah. own. Moon Knight's an interesting one. God, I, I would love. I want to see a Moon Knight series. Or well, we find out she's in an alternate dimension, and then that brings us into uh, 
Dark Phoenix storyline for if she shows out. up in Dark Phoenix, that'd be hilarious. But they're never gonna do that. Well, no, but reshooting. <laughs> but with the with the Moon Knight thing for our, hopefully our last little tangent before we get to the mm-hmm. thing, it, it's like with the whole uh, the the new Mutants movie that looked more like a horror that may or may not ever come out. That <laughs> is never coming out. <laughs> and it's I remember I remember you saying that it's like the the talk was that they were doing reshoots to pop in uh, Moon Knight, and it's like. Yeah. I, it, either way, it's like he's an interesting guy. Oh yeah, yeah. he's he's batshit. He is mental. Yep. Yeah, he's just like, absolutely gone. He's like the guy from Split. Just every one of them wants to kill people. Yeah. So, but but yeah, it, honestly, it seems like we're all interested to varying degrees. Yeah. And next week, we'll like go over how cool uh, Captain Marvel was. So I'm sure you know there's gonna be we'll some be like, stuff that's gonna it's be cool. Fun. Oh yeah, the, the movie's gonna be cool. There's I'm gonna not, be some stuff that's gonna be amazing. Her going around in that flight suit with the mohawk, beating the crap out of people with photon laser things coming out of her arms. Awesome. It just makes me think of half. Yeah. But yeah. why do I have a feeling that at some point we're gonna end up getting some sort of like thing where we see the different variations of Captain Marvel of like her through the years type thing? As she's like, it's her punk face. This is yeah. her shaved head. Well, like as we got her through the comics where she like changed her image and how she was this is why she turns into a an islamic child that has stretch powers never mind let's not go down that road (laughs) yeah that one was Um, that's kind of funny still the best captain marvel slash miss marvel out there is that whole storyline but yep probably not doing that with brie larson right but you know what i'm saying like where she goes through those like those different like looks and phases as she's trying to like find out who she is as a hero. I would not character. be surprised if that's kind of if that's the whole movie. It's like you got this. It's based more on the flight. So hey, you know what? It's not working for what I'm doing now. Let's do the just kind of experimenting. Just like, like every want. hero goes through their phases of figuring look out my, who look they how are. Look how my suits yeah. Tony when Stark they come went into through. stuff. So look yeah. all the suits Tony Stark went through, and yeah. still so. is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a whole other issue, right? Yeah. And on that note, yeah. On that note, uh, let's move into our. Kind of weekly topic. We're trying to figure out how to make these topics, you know, relevant. So let's Somewhat. do comic books and you know, or or graphic novels or manga or anything like that. But top five movies based on comics, graphic novels, or manga. All right. Which is different from literature, but uh, yeah, it cannot be books or light novels because so those are very different. There is yep. one that everyone thinks is manga, but it's actually a light novel. That was on my list for the longest time. Because it's, it's also movie. currently playing upstairs. Because it does a really good movie. You're a bit closer here to that than I am. I, well, I also know it was turned on. So, that, that anyway, helps. who wants to start? Um, I'll okay. Start. Uh, I'll start, start again then. James can right. start. Uh, my so, number five is uh, the first Kingsman movie. Um, actually, we're going to can that. All right then. I, I kinda, right. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. So, Tom, yeah. what's yours? Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Which one? The first Sorry. one from the 90s. Go on. All right. So, loved Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from when I was a kid. Um, I just thought it was genius the way that they were able to get the uh, little articulation that they could with the mouths and everything like that. Um, and the fact that they had guys in suits and they were fighting and doing that kind of stuff in those bulky, horribly uncomfortable suits. It's surprisingly well done for the constraints that they had. 
Exactly. Yeah, it's a nice foam. Like it's like the foam factory exploded on on actors. Right. And the fact that like Shredder looked like Shredder. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and Splinter looked like Splinter. And <laughs> you had Casey Jones and you had April O'Neil. You had all the characters from the comics that you are from the comics um from when I was growing up before they got really really weird um and started introducing all these offshoot characters um but when it was the core characters like that was really cool and then the fact that uh in the cartoons they had again the core characters from the cartoons before they doing all these offshoot storylines um and growing up that was one of my favorite movies to watch so it's always held a special place in my heart, and that's why it's number five on my list. It was definitely a good one. I'll be honest, I, I don't like the TMNT movies. Mind you, any of them? Definitely not no. the newer ones, because the newer ones. The newer cool. ones I thought had had some cool visuals, and I thought their designs were actually pretty decent. I like the but, voice acting. Yeah. <laughs> but everything else about any of the movies, I've always just gone. Those are people in suits. I've never. It's never been it's separated. Never felt, yeah. I've never felt Fair. like, oh yeah, those are actual living things. I'm like, those are people in animatronic foam suits. Right. I want to that's always cool. bothered. I, I really enjoyed they it. They look cool, and I enjoyed it when I was younger, but I've watched it since, and it's it's hard to sit through. I can't so. disagree, though I'm definitely leaning more towards Tom Fog. Yeah. Probably because of nostalgia, because it's the same thing. Man. I watched it when I was growing up. Oh, my my, my favorite's the third one with the feudal Japan thing. That one was like, really yeah. cool, but... I'm almost interested. It's never going to happen, but I'm almost interested in a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Daredevil crossover because yeah, of the, the yeah, origin story. Yeah, because yeah. the uh, the toxin Ooh. or ooze that went into his eyes is the same thing that poisoned them. Yeah, yeah. that mutated them. It's a it's a cool random like thing that they threw in there, but it just feels so out of like out of left field that they're like, yeah, it's the same thing. It's like, oh, okay, well, that's convenient. Especially considering that the, if I'm not mistaken, the production companies for the comics weren't the same. They were both Marvel. Were they? They were both Marvel. Uh, Originally, TMNT was under a different imprint. It was was on... Super gory violent. It was under Image... Yep. Oh, yeah. It was was under (laughs) Image Comics. Or not Image Comics. uh, It was like Dark Horse or something. uh, Mirage Comics is what it was. Mirage. Then it was bought by Marvel and they tied it in or something like that. There's some storyline going on there, but I there's a lot of, there's a lot of really interesting yeah, stuff with TMNT, but that one was in 1994. Yeah, you're out. British. Yeah. But the um, Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles they couldn't say ninja. Yeah, I am dead serious. Certain places can't use ninja, so it's Hero Turtles. I am dead serious, dude. I am but, so sorry, Britain. <laughs> but okay, anyways, so that was yours. Yeah, I wasn't Devin. a huge fan. It's just like different taste. Yeah. Different taste. I, I was understand. never able to separate the. The fact that they didn't and, work real. And I'm the in-between. Fair. Uh, anyway, my number five is Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Good choice. Good choice. Oh, okay. Cool. Nah, nah, nope, not nah, either. My only Marvel movie. And it's Funny. just because it is such a unique entry in the Marvel. I don't even think that one was on my... It's not, it's not my honorable mentions either. It's like the first one I put on my... <clears throat> put on my... Even my... I say short list, but it's like 20 movies long. For you, that's short. But, yeah. But... Thank you. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> uh, Each of those lines is about half a centimeter wide. You're not fooling anybody. God damn it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, it's just like the only movie that I can go back and watch and not really get bored with. Like, I love Civil War. I love uh, 
I loved Infinity War. I, you know, I love Ragnarok. I love all these, but I feel like the first Guardians is just so well paced, well, well designed, well acted. I love the production design on it. Cinematography is really solid. The animation on Rocket and Groot are astounding. Well, even now, they're it's, still. Amazing. I still have yet. I still don't see. Or hear Bradley Cooper and Rocket. He does an amazing job, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he like Groot. Sure, yeah. You can that hear Vin Diesel because you're if you, if you, Iron Giant. If you hear Iron yeah. Giant, you hear you hear Groot. Yeah, but it's That's just one that all the way through. I'm like, this movie's just yeah. Great. Brad, I, for the longest time, I didn't know it was Bradley Cooper, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my god. And he knocks it seeing out. Seeing Chris park. Pine go, or not Chris Pine, Chris Pratt. It's one of the Chris's. Uh, seeing Chris <laughs> like Pratt three. go from what Parks and Rec, Park, yeah, Parks and Rec to this, I'm like, damn. I love the joke yeah. in Parks and Rec the next season that yeah. he's like, I just did it. I just cut out my beer, lost sixty pounds, three months. Yeah. What beer were you drinking? All right. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really like the Star Lord character. <clears throat> I actually do like what he what they did to him in Infinity War. With his yeah. Oh my god, that was beautiful. Him Basically breaking him to break the entire thing that yeah. was set in his character from Act One. He was basically. one of those. He was one of those biggest grenade pins. Yeah, and they managed to yank him out yeah. hard. And the beautiful thing is, is every time that we see um, any of the characters from Guardians, um, it's constantly building on whatever they've uh, originally yeah. laid down um, and established for those characters, and. Uh, Every single one of the actors does such a great job of following through yeah. and oh, yeah. remembering where they're at with them. That, it's, that, it's a great job. The first Guardians, like they, they all pulled their A game. They all felt they all felt somewhat cohesive, especially towards the end. But they all felt exceptionally distinct. Yeah, like there was nothing muddied. Like not even just the visuals, but just the way they were acting. You yeah. knew who. Uh, who was going to do what based on like the first five minutes of what you saw from them. Yeah. The second one kind of dumbs down, uh, Drax a bit, which is fine, but you know, it's not a storyline about going after Thanos. So my, it doesn't really have anything to do. My biggest problem with two is it felt like it retread too much of one's initial message. That, yeah. that is my biggest problem. Otherwise, again, the visuals, the fact that they actually made space colorful. Yeah, the the it colors and the movies amazing. are amazing. Yeah, it's like a psychedelic trip like you saw in two thousand one. Yeah, like a space like you see in the space odyssey. It's like, oh my god, it's new. It's fantastic. It's like, yeah. it's life. Yeah, and Guardians the, just makes it so interesting to be in. It space does. Again. Yeah, and the beautiful thing is, is we constantly see if anybody who's seen watch Discovery Channel or Science Channel or anything like that, where they're showing. Uh, all these pictures from space of all these different nebulas and stuff. They're beautiful to look at. And yeah. How would it be when you're right next to them? Yeah, you're and seeing them up we close. constantly see all this dark, inky blackness and nothing else. And then uh, such stark contrast when we see Guardians. It's a great thing to see. Yeah, yeah the last thing I'll say is the fact that what I loved about the first Guardians, and even to an extent Guardians 2, is that there's a playfulness there without irreverence. Yeah. I I like that they can kind of go from that pretty dark of his mother dying and then cut to him, you know, 20 years later or whatever, and he's he's still not quite made peace with it, but it's also like he's now dancing around on a planet and all this, but he's still that, like, 
You could still tell that it's bothering him. Yeah. And other times. Okay, we've had we've had talks about yeah, this before. Yeah, I think before. that you were the one that mentioned. That. It wasn't. It wasn't the fact that that happened because I know in universe, like yeah. you said, twenty years have passed. He's gonna be over it. It's the fact that it like from the screen, it almost seemed a little too quick of a shift. Yeah. The first time around, after like sec- subsequent yeah. viewings, it was fine. That first time, it's. He's still a child. That's the kind of that scene just shows you. He's still a damn child. Yeah, he never he's grew never up. grown up. Yeah, the first one is him becoming a man and becoming a leader. The second one is him basically reaffirming that no, you guys are my family. Dealing with the only person that is his actual family and ego, and then ultimately Infinity War is comes for full circle, and it's his childish impulse that gets all of them killed. So yeah. it's. Again, he's that biggest yeah. grenade pin, and oh my god, they yank it out. Yeah. Yep. But no, on the whole, I love the first one. It's yeah, amazing. the first one is extremely well done. So yep. that's my number five. So, done. All right, so number four. let's change it up. My number four is Kingsman, so... <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I kind of figured. Yeah. I knew it was going to be there. I thought three or four. Yeah. My, so, honor, my first honorable mention a good one i um, enjoy it my number six yeah. i thought it was an awesome movie right from the off uh it gets you going um because you don't expect everything to happen uh going into it i had no idea that it was a movie based off of a comic book until like about four or five weeks after i'd seen it originally in theaters yeah. and a buddy goes hey did you know that that was based off of a comic book when i was just talking about it with him and i was like wait what and you're kind of like, oh, okay, that makes sense now. I'm like, yeah, because it's got that yeah. hyper-reality to it. It's like James Bond if it was a comic book. Yeah, yeah. okay, that's that's, it, that's fair. It actually kind of reminds me of the cartoon series from the 90s, James Bond Jr. Um, yep. I forgot about that. You're welcome for all those uh, super-hyper no. nerds from the 90s who oh, actually remember you, that you stuff. Should, you shouldn't be thankful. Captain Marvel has a random James Bond Jr. reference. What? That's weird. <laughs> I'd almost feel like it's a little closer to uh, uh, the, the real adventures of Johnny Quest, but hey. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. But, um, you know, and uh, the acting in there is great uh, as far as being that, like, again, campy, but also having serious points to it. Um, at times, because it gives you that serious spy feel every once in a while, but like being able to bring the levity to it, um, yeah, there's, that there's every so comic book good kind of has, unless they're like that super dark comic. I can't remember who plays Eggsy. I can't remember his name. Taron Taron Egerton. Egerton. Thank you. Egerton. But yeah, it's like you got Mark Strong, you got Colin Firth. Fuck it, man. Mm, that's the second one. Yeah, but yeah, now he's like, playing Elton John in the movie. Weird. That's kind of funny. But it's like, yeah, Mark Strong, you got Colin Firth, both pulling out just a, a top performance. Samuel L. Jackson, again, mm-hmm. who's just... <laughs> Mark Hamill. Who's just... Mark Hamill, yeah, that's right, yeah. Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. And apparently he ad-libbed that, that, oh, that yeah. list. And it worked so beautifully. Yep. Um, yeah, the whole, All the action scenes were very well choreographed and just stunning. And, of course, there's the highlight, which is the church scene. Yeah. yeah, I would say it's my favorite scene that's ever happened in a church, but that makes me sound like a psychopath. But I'm going to say it's my favorite scene that's ever happened in a church. <laughs> it was just so well done and well just choreographed yeah. in so many ways. And the fact that like 95% of that is Colin Firth 
Oh, yeah. Kicking ass and getting his ass kicked. That scene, uh, they... One thing that they, they, they didn't they, happen when he gets slammed into the organ, I think. There's a few hidden jump cuts, but most of that scene was shot all at one time. There's very few cutting in that, and it's 90% of it, yeah, is Colin Firth. Uh, like, a couple of the actual, like, hardcore body slams for a guy his age, they said, okay, you know what, we're going to use, we're going to use a, a, a double... But no, ninety-five percent of that—that's Colin Firth yeah. kicking ass, and he was specifically told by the director, uh, "You're going to have to do this if you want the if you want this this okay. gag." And to, to first uh, credit, he he fucking did it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He that was really it. cool, and then I loved the some of the fight near the end where Eggsy's running around in the in the like super evil evil person's lair. Yep. And then I really also, too, liked the fact that they brought the gadgets in. Yeah. And, and they weren't just one-off things, either. Yeah, and the gadgets were different. They weren't what you would normally expect um, to normally see. The fact that they were like, oh, yeah, sure, I've got this, like, bullet-resistant uh, suit that I wear. Sure. Okay, expect that. You see that like, a couple times. Seeing the umbrella. The umbrella. The umbrella yeah, oh my god. The umbrella was a great touch. The umbrella shield that uh, switched through about five different settings to shoot projectiles. Yep. That was amazing. Uh, and then the fact that they're like, oh yeah, we've got the tube that's like five, you know, stories down below the oh, Kingsman yeah. thing that goes to the headquarters and you know, uh, the the glasses, I thought that that was genius. Yeah, the, having virtual reality or augmented reality meetings and stuff. Yeah. That was cool. So everyone could be there, even though they yeah. weren't technically there. Yeah. One of the best jokes with the gadgets, I think, was uh, pointing to the uh, the tablets and everything. It's like, what about those? Like, oh, no, that, that's the part where the civilians have actually outpaced us. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's such a throwaway joke, but it's funny. Yep. Yeah. On the whole... I enjoyed it. Yeah. I think one or two characters were underutilized. Roxy. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I was. I also. I was also pissed I with the like, second one. I. But. <laughs> yeah. She didn't. She flew a thing up, shot something, and that's all she did. In the like I said, she was underutilized. I also really don't like the the storyline with the dog. It the, made no uh, sense to me. The now you have to kill your dog, and then the fact that he doesn't gets him fired. I'm like, mm, okay. It 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 counteracts what Mark Strong character said when they broke out of the the giant aquarium. Yeah. It's like teamwork. It's like I don't shoot my teammate. Yeah, teamwork and preserve life, but then also yeah. All, like, orders and it's, no leave no one, one behind. Those, and then yeah, it was just kind of one of those. It was, that's the biggest the jarring idea, thing. But it's the idea that um, in this particular case, you've been training this this animal that you're technically not supposed to be getting close with that's why they're like you're not supposed to carry it you're supposed to treat it as a subordinate you're supposed to have this disconnect from it yeah but again that's trying that's... to teach you that so that way again when you're in the field with another agent yeah you're supposed to do everything you can to prevent that but the mission from first hurt, the mission but first but... mission first and if that agent goes down you can't fall to pieces when that agent goes down there's You've a, gotta finish the mission. Okay, yeah. Tom. There's a difference between not falling to pieces when your teammate goes down and popping them in the head yourself. Yeah, I'm shooting and a true. Yeah, it, it's always one of those that I wanted him to look at the rounds and see there were dummies, because I'm or like blanks. I'm like, just, oh. To be okay. fa- to be fair, shouldn't that be the first thing when you're handed a gun? 
It's, he was military. He was training in the military. So the I first thing the he should have is check, is check everything. Check the ammo. Check the safety. All that sort of check stuff. Check if it's loaded. That should have been yeah. number one. So, so it, it's the yeah, biggest problem that, I have with it. That's it's one moving. of the things that bothered me, and it's just <laughs> one of the, the few <laughs> the few points in that movie I don't like. Uh, no, I, I agree. I love the... I even love the sequel. The sequel's kind of a step down, but... I definitely I, prefer the first one. There's definitely yeah. parts to the sequel that I very much enjoy. I really liked uh, the whip fight. Oh my yeah, god, the whip the fight was one. really cool, and then I loved the laser whip. Yep. That <laughs> was amazing. And yeah. not gonna lie, I've always been a fan of the bar fights. Oh yeah, I love the bar fights in that. The second one was hilarious. Yeah. So I think what my friend is trying to say. Just, yeah. just fucking whips him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's cool. I like Channing Tatum in the sequel. He's one of those weird actors that I've I've kind of grown to respect. He but was interesting underutilized. In oh that yeah, game. he was. Oh, that was because of that was because yeah. of uh, uh, scheduling, though. Yeah, I understand. He had, yeah. he had another thing that he was doing that cut into his time. Yeah, Otherwise, so shooting him in the head and then bringing him back. That the <laughs> undercut of killing Colin Firth was a problem in the sequel. I hated that. They, but that's my biggest problem with Roxy is that you could have done everything that you did with uh, Firth that you, with Roxy, and that would have been. I think it would have been better. Yeah, have them find Roxy instead of Colin Firth, and it'd be like, oh, how'd you get this? Well, uh, nanotech babble. Oh, okay. But yeah, on the whole, the first one was pretty good. Yeah, and it showed because it did well. Yeah. Well. So that was my number. I think four. there's a third coming out. So that's cool. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think it's next year. And later. that's that's when Roxy gets found. <laughs> so yeah, that was my yours? number four. Yep. So uh, you know, it was me. Uh, my number four was actually the first Blade. <laughs> oh man! It's in my honorable mentions. That was in my honorable deep. mentions. Yeah. I I am not my favorite in the Blade series, but yeah. I can guess which one, and it's okay. We'll already. I'll be mentioning this when we get to one of my other movies. I'm sure. It's the same director. <laughs> yeah, it is, isn't it? But I enjoyed the first one because it had it had that horror element that yeah, the it, other two it felt like dropped a horror a bit. thriller. I enjoy Blade Trinity, but for it was a very comedy. Jesus. It yeah, I enjoy it for a very different reason than I enjoy the first one, but I still enjoy it. Yeah, Deadpool just makes it a comedy. Pretty much. But which is not Hallow King's character. That's that. funny enough. Fourth, fifth comic book movie. Holy crap. Anyway. He's had a lot. He's had a lot. Yeah. He uh, keeps trying. Six if you would count the, the Christmas version of Deadpool. I haven't seen that. <laughs> but yeah, the first way, it's like, it was horror first and foremost. It's like, there are creatures stalking the night that will have, that will take no care in ending you. Yeah. And subsequently, Wesley Snipes played an absolutely badass, terrifying hero in Blade because he was the other aspect is that we're horrified by by the, the vampires and all their elements and they're kind of terrified of the Daywalker. Yeah, Daywalker. Now, mind you, there's some shit CG at the end, but... Oh, well, you mean when Deacon or whatever his name yeah, Deacon Frost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that whole thing with the blood, oh, that was... Ooh. Yeah, uh, I love the movie, and I absolutely love the o- the opening scene. In that is the the club, the, the nightclub where it gets blood blood. raining blood. I thought that was just such a cool and playing Vampire the Masquerade. I'm like all that kind of stuff is awesome. 
awesome. Well, the thing is, it's like that inter- that like shoves you into what that what kind of movie that's. Yeah, gonna you're be. all of a sudden like, oh, this is gonna be gory as hell. Yeah, you yeah, know, like yeah. I think it was the first R-rated comic book movie. <laughs> it's also the first rated uh, or the first uh, Marvel movie starring a black guy. Anyway, how you doing, Black Panther? <laughs> don't don't take that role. Well, it wasn't under Marvel's house. It was what Twenty Century Fox. Uh, doesn't matter. Whichever but, it is, they now are on. It's now owned by Marvel. Yeah, because Wes is talking about going to jail for tax evasion. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But no, it. Not blaming him. That whole that whole first scene in in the underground club, and then the 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 sprinklers start going off, and it's darker than it should be, and all of a sudden the guy notices that yeah. he's getting covered in blood. Yeah. And it looks like it's just going to be horrifying. And then the actual horror comes in when Blade is just standing there, not a drop of blood on him, and then yeah. messes everybody yeah, up. And I, is that when he uses the chains, or is that the beginning of the second? That's the beginning of the second. second. Yeah, when he pulls out the chains and the little shuriken things. And <sighs> yeah. like, the I openings should... to the movies are always oh, yeah. just... I like... They set the tone hard and yeah. in the best way. Yeah. No, I like the first Blade. Or is that the beginning of the third? Maybe the third. I want to say the second either. one. Yeah. But this, I liked the second one better than the first. Same here. Because Look, I liked the villain better. Look, just because Donnie Yen was in it. I love Donnie Yen. I love Ron Perlman. I, I, I did like the villain. I liked Luke Goss as mm-hmm. the, basically the thing that ends up being the main villain from The Strain. Yeah. You've seen that show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guillermo del Toro. Uh, you know what? That does not surprise and me. And Blade Two didn't make my list. It's in my honorable mentions, but I have, I love the Blade series, and I would love them to do something new with it. Well, yeah, I like tried that bad Showtime TV show, but well, I liked in the second one how, like you said, it's it's basically what happens when a vampire has a vampire. Yeah, it's like a mutated vampire. I'm like, damn. It's like what happens when when that sort of situation, and then they realize, oh crap, we've been doing this for how many years? We're monsters. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I just genuinely really like the Blade series. I enjoy the trilogy just entirely. I would like, love for every, each one for their own reasons, but yeah. I enjoy them all. Yeah, we mentioned Moon Knight. I would love to have, like, similar to the, the Marvel Netflix series with Daredevil and all them, I would love them to do Moon Knight, uh, Morbius, uh, Blade... You know, like these dark. I'd like to Constantine. See a, I would like to see a DC, Marvel. I know. I, 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 I don't care. What's the equivalent of Constantine in Marvel? I want that. Doctor Strange. I would um, like to see a. Marvel. I would love to see a Doctor Strange in something that's darker and more like twisted. That's more. That's more like, yeah. like Baron Mordo. I would love to see like Baron Mordo. Oh the wow! Guy what? that's killing the guy that's killing off wizards. I'm like, bring him into something like Blade and have like. Him fighting vampires, I'm like that'd be cool. I would like, and to so see, he's not strictly a villain. Sorry, forget the Marvel Defenders. Give me Marvel Knights. Marvel Knights would be awesome. Yeah, because the Marvel Knights was this conglomerate of like A-listers that <laughs> was just like, well, they're B-listers. Let's be well, honest, they're okay. better than the D-listers we started the MCU off with. You can't, you can't argue that. We started with Iron Man. <laughs> Who was low rank? You know yeah, that. Yeah, true. And then we got Captain America, Thor, and Hulk. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. Right. But the Marvel Knights, some of them were just incredibly awesome, especially the later additions to the Marvel Knights. Um, but, like, give me the Marvel Knights because, I mean, they went through and every single one of them is a badass. 
Every single one of them doesn't take shit from anybody. And every single one of them is, like, that hero that you also kind of, like, fear because they walk that line of, are they really a hero? Oh, so the Punisher. And on that note, uh, Devin, what's your number four? My number four is 300. Uh, In the can? Yeah, I kind of figured. Let's can it. So... Is your number three, 300? Okay, let's do that. <laughs> so let's just go to you, Tom. Right, so uh, number three for me was 300. Um, Frank Miller's 300. Yeah. Oh uh, visually yeah. amazing. Whatever Absolutely. else you want to say about Snyder, Zack Snyder nailed that movie. Zack Snyder's, like, his cinematography, his design, and all of that is unbelievable. Yeah. So. Um, I, Zack Snyder on my list. I I loved, much I loved my biggest thing was the visuals the entire time. Yeah. Every well, that's bit. about the movie is just visuals. It, yeah, right. it's it's also Jared Butler a, without a shirt. And, you know, and I mean, jacked. Yeah. Oh my god! Every oh, one yeah. of those people were every one of the movie is jacked. And yeah. then even the women are jacked. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. All two of them in the entire movie. Uh, that's a whole other issue. Three of them in the entire movie. Right. One but, of them was the given death penalties. But again, that, that's a whole other issue. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those that I I absolutely love 300 from when it came out. And it came out almost exactly 12 years ago. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In a week, it'll be exactly close to it. Yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. March 9th, 2007. And I absolutely loved the movie when I first saw it. Um, you know, just the pacing of it. The fact that there's really not a whole lot of downtime. Yeah, it's you get there and then they're fighting for an hour, and you've it's got, just you've got breaks and got periods to process everything, but yeah. no, for the most part, it's just boom, 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 boom. It is like a solid music video that is just unbelievably well done. Yeah. And the score, Tyler Bates, I want to say, yep, Tyler Bates. Oh my god, yeah, he, mm, I got yeah. that soundtrack because it's just I amazing. Do, one of I got my the making up book too. One of my favorite things about um, when the movie came out, um, like DVD. Was getting the special edition one because it came with the, um, the, the green like, screen version. <laughs> well, <laughs> you not, see just how awesome it was. Well, there's that, but like it came with the, um, little like <sighs> pictures or whatever it was from uh, like the stills from the movie, so you actually get to see like still shots of what's going on. Oh yeah, and they're the stills yeah. are amazing. The movies are like constant postcards. Yeah, like the guy dropping down and all the the uh, shrapnel coming around the shield. And you could just, holding you, the shield up in the rain. You could screenshot any moment yeah. in that movie, and you'd have a wallpaper of just gorgeous looking yeah. something. All yeah. the the arrows blotting out the sun. You know, it's just there's so many awesome. The guy going up and then having bringing the sword down on the guy with the whip and the the head floating in the air. There's just so many iconic shots from that movie that yep. And yeah. if this would be what I think any of the um, great uh, historians or orders of ancient love Greece to see... would have loved to have been able to describe to people when they were talking about this battle. They basically, they basically probably had, because myth is a lot of exaggeration and building up a legend sort of thing, yeah. and that's... Basically, what this movie was. Yeah. The hilarious fact is the is that a lot of the one-liners and quips from the movie were actually taken from Spartans. Yeah. As I'm sure a lot of people know by now. I would absolutely love to see 
like a movie about the invasion of Normandy done in this style or something. Just like take some other event in history and do it in this style. So instead of and saving like, Private Ryan, yeah, instead got of like that constant shell shock, jittery, you know, which super works, agitating. What? Um, so we see World War Two all the time. Let's get a World War One film like that, especially considering the trench warfare and no man. Wonder Woman. Wonder. Sorry, sorry. sorry we'll see if that's Woman, on anyone's like, list. Anyway, uh, we but, we have that movie, but I mean, like from the soldiers' perspective. No, no, I know you what know you're what saying. Yeah, or like someone coming up over and you like the slow motion of the of the the bullets going in the air and the guy could, trying to fire. You could honestly do that for the first first little thing when uh, Germany invaded Belgium because they came from hell. Yeah, but yeah. honestly. I agree. Three hundred was. It's not on my list anywhere, but I, no, I enjoyed the hell out of it. It's when a visual I treat. It. It, mm-hmm. yeah. and as long as you go into it with that mindset, oh, yeah. if you know it's a dumbest shit movie. Yeah, it, it's a testosterone-filled action fest. And yeah. as long as you go in knowing that and not caring, you're gonna enjoy the hell out of it. Yeah. The yeah. second one had problems. I'll I be honest. forgot there was a second one. Um, you're yeah. not alone. It had problems with it, but there were some. And again, parts. Tom absolutely loves Eva Green. Oh, I do. Yeah. That's right. She was. Also I get the feeling one. that pretty soon here we're going to be talking about her again. Um, mm. In a no, no, well, really, yeah. no. Well, in my list then. Um, <laughs> but you'll get your chance, Tom. Yay! We the get second to talk one again. had the problem of basically trying to carbon copy the first, yeah. and that's always and a bad idea. They end up just having this big battle on a boat, and they have like they have like a bunch of boats clashing together and horses jumping, and I'm like, okay, this is. Has some cool, but then it becomes like a video game where, like, that's who I'm going after. Super zoom in on uh, Eva Green, pull back. I'm going over there. It's like, okay. Right. First one, it was really cool. The second one was just bad. Yeah. And they had a few great scenes, but. They had moments. It didn't have a. 90% of the movie was terrible. But. Yeah. All right. And that was. That was that your was number, three. number three. Devin, so, what's your number three? My number three is Sin City. It's on my number one on my honorable mentions. Okay. I enjoyed uh, it. So I'm going to quickly say, number two, starring Eva Green, sucked ass. It did, but still. Again, yeah, she's great. Yeah, we, <laughs> we've established we really like Eva I'm Green. Not sure you have, I'm, not, I, I'm, I'm sure you don't have a bias, Tom, at all. Mm-hmm. What? Not at all. And I thought number two had some cool scenes. But it did. It did. number one no. is unbelievable. Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, it is, to me, the easily the best adaptation of a graphic novel I have ever seen. It yeah. hits all those right points. It and really does. It is frame for frame an adaptation of the graphic novel. Yeah, you can hold up for, uh, you can hold up pages of that novel to it and so wow, okay, exactly. yeah, they, they completely copied and better, better it works. Than, better than others I can think of wanted. I enjoyed wanted. I, I couldn't for another reason, film. but it was on my short list. <laughs> it, no, not on mine. But but no, it's I I agree. Sin, it also helped that Sin City had like four narratives that were spun together. Or, yeah, like, four with the salesman. I think yeah. so. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the salesman, you have the big fat kill, which is the Marv. Dwight storyline. Yeah. Hard Goodbye, which is Mars. That was Mars, sorry. And then um the one with Hardigan. Uh, Bruce Willis. Uh, What's the Bruce Willis one? Yeah, Bruce Willis and Bruce Willis is Hardigan Dan. Yeah. And uh, Jessica Alba. Yeah. I like Jessica Alba. And she was decent in this movie and then underutilized in the sequel. Yep. Yep. Fully Surprise. agree. That was one of my biggest problems with, uh, one of my biggest problems with the second one. Yeah. yeah. I, honestly, though, like all, all those stories interweave well. You understood how everyone got to their mm-hmm. end and 
it's like it's hard. It, it was hard to argue. Yeah, it's a it's yeah. it's not the easiest movie to watch. Absolutely no. not. It and is a it's lot one of, of those that's it's very brutal. It tells you right in its name. Extremely brutal. It tells you right in its yeah. name. It's not going to be a happy movie. When you have a guy castrated twice. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> um. Yeah. And but it gives you like, um, if you're looking for like a noir film, it puts you it's, so far into that. Vein. It's easily the best comic book noir film. Yeah. yeah like it, to be honest with you, um, I don't know if it comes up on any of your guys' list, uh, which it may. So I may. I'll just hold off on that, but. Like, that's, like, what I was looking for when I was younger, seeing some of the noir films that I had seen. Um, like, this was, like, the epitome of it for me. Yeah. I can definitely see that, because it hits all those hard-boiled points that you want. Yeah. And yeah. it does not pull any of its punches. No. no. Especially when you start punching so much that you're now just pounding uh, wet bits of... Flesh wet bits meat. of flesh and bone into the floorboards. Oh yeah. My God, that got yeah. brutal. And then yeah. uh, the way they kill Elijah Wood by severing his arms and legs, tying him up, and then feeding him to a dog. Like, damn. Great. <laughs> All right. Elijah Wood also did really good as that creepy psychopath. Yeah, I love that did. character, but that freaked me the hell out when I saw it. I saw it when I was like 14, 15. And I'm like, that coupled with last week's number one, uh, Nightmare for Christmas, are the two that made me want to make movies. Because I'm like, I don't know how this movie was made. How the hell was this movie made? I want to make movies. It was, it, yeah. stylistically, it is very hard to compare anything to Sin yeah. City. Yeah. It just it just hits everything so nicely. Yeah. yeah. And it's pretty fast-paced. Oh, yeah. it's It doesn't wait around like, for it near anything. It's not fast-paced. It just never, you never There's no notice downtime. downtime. Yeah, yeah they, they never stop. Everything's yeah. almost constantly... It may be slower or faster depending on what's happening, but it never fully stops and breaks, which sometimes, which can kill a noir film, I think. Yeah. Which the reason for that is because we're constantly seeing those transitions in storyline, which yeah. is what allows it to make it feel like it's a faster pace. Yeah, film. your transition be three or four storylines, so you never have a downtime. The downtime that happens in each particular storyline is happening while you're going through the second, the third, the fourth storyline. Exactly. You're hitting the high points of everything with none of the downtime that would realistically be happening in those stories. Right, which is great, which is one of the reasons why I think that you hit the nail on the head with definitely putting that on your list. Okay. That's why it's number one on my honorable mentions. Yeah. You mentioned uh, soundtrack to something earlier. I have to say Sin City soundtrack is phenomenal. Yeah. I will I will yeah. admit that I I watched it once way long ago and I do not remember actually the uh, the soundtrack that much. It's it is such a good like, I have no doubt it is. Yeah. I don't remember it. It's one of those that I I turn on quite a bit. There's a few songs like one that's dun 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 dun, dun and just like this really mounting like it just keeps getting more and more interesting. I always love that. Starts song. off with just a string and then it starts adding more and more Kind of think, aspect. It's yeah. It just ends up like this big cacophony of like, and yeah, just you like start, you start off yeah, with one instrument, yeah. starting it kind of slow, then you start yeah. building up the tempo on that. Yeah. Then you start adding other instruments to it until, like you said, you get a great cacophony yeah. when it's that building tension. Is like okay, is everything's kind of normal? When something's going on, and then all of a sudden, shit's gone down. Yeah. Yep. I need and to get out of here. Oh crap. Yeah, it's such a well-made movie. Yep. It is. I will, I, I will definitely agree on that. Yeah. Right. Uh, what's your number three? Your three. <laughs> uh, Deadpool, the first one. Didn't even make it onto my short list. Uh, nope. And that's mostly because I just forgot it came out. <laughs> um, Until I already knew my top five, and then I'm like, yeah, I'm done. 
It was it was in my list of things to consider, but ultimately didn't make it. It was it, I was bouncing between this and something in my in my honorable mentions, but I decided to go with Deadpool. I'm pretty sure that neither of mine are going to be in your top twos, so you're good for that. <laughs> yeah, I, I I enjoyed Deadpool because it balanced that line of like actual stakes and comedy a lot better than I think the second one did, or a lot of other. The ones second did. one. Tried punching too many jokes and tried being too crass compared to the first. Which is funny to think about since everyone was complaining about it being crass in the first yeah. place. But that's well, people are stupid. Plus the fact that you're you're getting his backstory cut between present day when he's on that bridge, and then just yeah. all of his in, interactions between him, Colossus, and uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead. <laughs> Yeah. All of those yeah. were fucking hilarious. I, I love that in the first, but Negasonic got shafted in the sequel. Yeah. 100%. Sure, she got a cute girlfriend in Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, Hi, Hi, babe. <laughs> Which but was wonderful. I love that, but then, yeah, Negasonic was just there. Yeah. I, I agree. I her came, best scene came in was for the fight. Her best scene was a deleted scene that was added in the director's cut, and that's like it. Yeah, just yeah she got sitting eating breakfast or something. She got shafted, I agree. Yeah. But in that first one, oh my god, the the whole interaction between the three of them on the bridge is just mm-hmm. phenomenal. Just comedy gold. One of my favorite characters from that movie was uh, T.J. Miller's character, the bartender. Ooh, controversial. Yeah. Eh, you know what? The first time around, I laughed my ass off. Subsequent things, it goes on just a little bit too long. Uh, one of my favorite reasons for him is because of the fact that like he's constantly this um, ground for uh for Wade, yeah. For Wade for like going in the right direction. It's also ground for most of the people in the bar. Yeah. Yeah. Like and that's one of the things that I really liked his character for. Is because like yeah, they're all badasses and yeah, they're they bad straddle man. that line of being the bad guy versus the good guy. But at the same time, like he's like that like heart of gold character that like is there and is almost like the conscience for well, all of them. Well, think about it. The second he gets threatened and pinned against the wall, everyone pulls a gun. Yeah. yeah. Every <laughs> single one of them. It's like, no, 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 you don't do that. Yeah. Um, and, and then it was I mean, kind of it was kind of a good thing. He even pointed. It's like, oh, thanks, guys. I know you care. Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing is, I love how true it was to uh, Deadpool's character to the comics of where he's constantly breaking the fourth wall. He's constantly. Uh, just not giving. Able too, to use his mouth. Yeah, he's not. That was a clever too, little joke. And he's not giving two craps. And that, yeah, I loved the. Uh, I loved all the, the toy that came up. It's not the darkest moment of my life. <laughs> and then I right. loved the sexiest man alive, the Hugh, Hugh Jackman, Jackman. stapled yeah. to his face, or and, the. Uh, please, whatever happens, don't make it. Uh, don't give me a green suit. An animated. An animated green suit. These balls that I have to finally get my own. Movie. All the all those times with Wolverine. Or I, I think the funniest is it's like, wow, such a big mansion. It's a shame I don't see anybody here. Like the studio couldn't hire anybody. <laughs> I like in the second that they do that, and then they show the awkward uh, Dark Phoenix cameo. Uh, everyone <laughs> like he's just closing the door. Yeah, everyone's just like, it's like I like that, but wow, is that an awkward edit? <laughs> I almost you could tell that was a last minute addition. It was a funny joke, but yeah, yeah I agree. Like with the first one though, I almost kind of enjoy. The fact that they, it's a bar of assassins, but they treat it as just another job. They're not all psychopaths. They're not all 
like yeah. hardened guys. Very it's just John Wick like in that that way. Actually, that's a very good way of putting yeah. it, which is also yeah. probably another reason why I enjoy John Wick so much. But that's a whole other discussion. Yeah, that I could go on at length. But yeah, it's a there are people who happen to be doing a job a lot of people don't like. Yep. Because yep. it involves murder. Yep. Not murder. It's liquidating. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really enjoyed the first, uh, the first Deadpool. I I enjoyed the second one, but there were some issues with it. I find that a lot of the time it's like it's there are very few second ones that I actually enjoy. X Men's the only one that comes. Just to wait mind. for my number two. Anyway. Anyway, that that was my number three. So. Cool. Your number two. My number two is Hellboy Two: The Golden Army. Still haven't seen it. So it Hellboy. Is fucking awesome. Hellboy. Uh, my honorable mentions. If one of them made it for a series, it's yeah, essentially the entire series because it just made it easier. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, my list would be hella longer. Um, yeah, I I cut. I liked the first Hellboy. Don't get me wrong. I, I genuinely really liked the first Hellboy, but it had the problem of having to be an origin story. Yes. And the second, they're just like. I'd almost say it had yeah. two problems. One is the fact that it was an origin story, which I still find interesting oh, yeah. because I, I didn't know anything about Hellboy. Yeah, same here. I enjoyed the origin story, and I enjoyed that. The other problem I had was the romance subplot, which I... I it, didn't mind it, but it was also kind of like... It felt clunky. It didn't feel shoehorned, but it felt They just didn't do it all that well. They deal with that in the second, but they're already a couple. Yep. So they don't need like the casual like flirting, and they cut it, they completely write out. Myers character, which is great because he was fine in the first, but now that this one's like about, oh, we broke the broke the veil. You don't need the guy that's only there to keep the secret. Yeah. Um, and in the second, I Hellboy's cool. Uh, Abe Sapien's cool. I, I think Abe Sapien and Shape of Water. I mean, Abe Sapien is great. Uh, he's basically just the same character yeah. as Shape of Water, <laughs> just he can talk. Um, I like the introduction of Johann Krauss. Yep. Or, I thought he was really cool, and uh, Seth MacFarlane does a great job as the voice. Absolutely. Oh God. The animatronics on the, the mouth, the, the little things all over the, the mask are really cool. Liz doesn't have as much to do in this one as she did in the first. That's kind of the point because, though. yeah, she doesn't have anything. I'm not a huge fan of the, the fact that she's pregnant, just but it works in the overall context of the story, especially when you realize how many subtle references to pregnancy and the becoming a father and becoming the father and all that and that but and I like I like all the heroes but but the best part of the movie is by far Nuada yes wait wait, let me color myself surprised yeah (laughs) I absolutely love Nuada and I love the fact that his motive is 100% reasonable Yes. I love that. Yeah, you know that the, the elves were for the dark elves were forced into being like subservient to the humans and now this guy's like, "Well, why the hell are we doing this? We're better than them. Let's at least stand on equal ground." And you know, the fact that he's like trying to get Hellboy like, "Why are you defending these people? They will throw stuff at you." And then they turn around and throw stuff at him. And it's like I love his character because he's never murderous just to be murderous he's always like i'm coming here to get this if you get in my way i will kill you i and, always enjoy that sort of reasonable yeah. because when you can understand maybe not empathize but when you can at least understand why a villain is doing what they're doing 
I think he can create a more engaging villain most of the time. There yeah. are some where they're just, they're just a psychotic force of will, and it's yeah. still just as compelling. Yeah, someone like I don't really want to mention it because I'm sure that might be on one of your tops. But there's a certain so psychotic one that. Look, Vader was a lot of things. He wasn't psychotic. Not exactly. No, but like but, that, it's kind of the same thing. Is that he's a force of nature, that big imposing thing. You don't really get any sympathy for it in the first Star Wars. Yeah. And but he still works as a villain. Yeah, he's a good imposing force, and that's where I love Nuatos because he doesn't look like an imposing force. But he'll like back you think, oh, I can beat this wire little, wire little bastard. You know, frail, white hair, really pale. Yeah, I can kick Settled. his ass. <laughs> and then he just goes and like stabs you in the heart with a spear. That like, great, bring what I need, or that thing's gonna kill you. <laughs> and it's just like, well, damn, okay. And yeah. I love the the little uh, symbiotic relationship Except between him and his the brother and sister. Yeah. And if you stab the brother, the sister's injured. And I've seen a lot of jokes like, oh, if they feel like pain, does that mean they feel like, well, no, they establish, they, they share each other's pain and that's it. Yeah. Like, you're never going to stop that then. Yeah. You know that. But if she gets, or he gets cut in the arm, she starts bleeding from the arm. And I love the fact that they don't bleed red. They bleed that kind of like. Icker? Yeah. It's like an amber color. Oh, I'm like, really? that's just really cool. Yeah. Looking. Well, kind I always like love the icker of the gods. I yeah. always love when it's. Like when the uh, people who are non-human who have non-human blood. Yeah, and I love the the golden army is actually indestructible. They can be destruct, they can be destroyed, but, but then you can't. Themselves. They just repair themselves. I yeah. love that because they're robots. You can't. You have to find a way to fully destroy them, yeah. and the only way to destroy them is to tell them to stop. Yep, <laughs> and you have to be in control. So oh, okay, what. Uh, Nuwana gets a, a crown. No, no, no. I, I, yeah. I, fi I figured that out in a second, but it's also like, ah, okay, wait, what? <laughs> and I love the whole thing about the the callback to Hellboy being a noble, evil, but royal blood. And ultimately, yeah, I challenge him. It's like, well, yeah, you can do that because you're the king of hell. You're the prince of hell. Yeah, you're the prince. I absolutely yeah. love that, all of that kind of storyline. It, it takes backstory and, and brings it to the forefront yeah, in is, a good way. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, there are certain times where the movie, like the, uh, just can't smile without you. That whole drunken Schmalty. scene. Yeah. It, it's not the best. And there's a couple of things here and there that are like, oh, okay. But yeah. so I you're mean, saying, you're saying you're looking forward to the new one. Not really. <laughs> oh. I absolutely love Ron Perlman. Yes. I think Ron Perlman was perfectly cast. I love, I love Doug Jones's, um, Ape Sapien. Luke Goss, as we've already mentioned him once, he was the villain in Blade 2. Mm -hmm. Him as Nuada was perfect. Mm -hmm. Guillermo del Toro is the star of this show. It, his vision... He's a good director. He's a phenomenal director. There's still a movie by, uh, by him that I need to see. Uh, Shape of Water? No, actually. Pan's Labyrinth. Pan's Labyrinth, yeah. A lot of the... Uh, a lot of the stuff from Pan's Labyrinth actually show up in this too. Yep. I saw the introduction of the Pale Man set to a Tool song. Yeah. I was creeped the hell out, dude. Yeah, I absolutely love Del Toro's design work. Like, if he just becomes a production designer and just does his own thing, I'll be happy. He, he yeah. hits He's that. working on Pinocchio. And I'm like... Oh, God, no. That seems like, like that could be really creepy. Well, to be fair, Pinocchio's creepy as shit. I'm like looking at it, I'm like, 
Del Toro doing Pinocchio is awesome. But at the like, same time, like that could be like Dumbo beyond creepy. Meh, but Dumbo from Tim Burton, man. But Del Toro doing something like Pinocchio, I'm like, he can bring something to this movie. Well, what, what the interesting thing about it is that he very much touches into that that horror and terror at, uh, terror aspect of what's essentially transhumanism. Mm-hmm. And what is Pinocchio? Yeah, it's a wooden creature, a puppet that wants. To become something flesh and something yeah. real. Yeah. That's the whole kind of thing that Del Toro thrives on. Yeah. I When Del Toro won, he won an Oscar for directing uh, Shape of Water. And his acceptance is that he basically thanked everyone who ever did something creepy and weird. And it's just, I absolutely love his design, I love his just insanely creative mind. Like, I would love to sit down with Del Toro and just talk for an hour. I'd be happy. I basically love to throw him money and say, "Make whatever you want, dude." Please let me at least just be a fly on the wall in do, one of your movies. Do Mountain of Madness, God yeah. damn it! Oh, he he really wants to do Lovecraft. He would knock it out of the park. Like, uh, he would knock the it first out of the Hellboy. Park, dude. Let's be honest, the Behemoth is just like a Shubnigroth or whatever. One of those, yeah. you know, weird. Weird he would nail Lovecraft things. So. Yeah. Lovecraft, but yeah. so obviously yeah. that so was my number two. Uh, Hellboy two, the Golden Army. Right. One of my favorites of all time. Uh, my number two would be for Vendetta. I forgot about that. That movie. was in my honorable mentions. Um, I ever since I saw it, I love it. The dialogue um, is probably one of the biggest things that gets me every that's time. Wachowski brothers, wasn't it? Uh, they wrote it. It was directed by someone else. Okay. Yeah. They did have a hand in it though. Wasn't yeah, wrong. they were right. Um, but it, the movie is just—it it has that like the fact that you don't really know. Like, there's this mystery constantly going on throughout it because you want to know the backstory of the uh, protagonist who is also the antagonist, <laughs> the guy fox mask. Yeah, it's all. Yeah, and like. Uh, you have he's he's the man there for everybody, uh, the downtrodden, the people who are getting stomped on constantly. Yep, yep. Um, and the fact that he has to Natalie Portman's character essentially gets broken down to nothing, stripped away to level zero, and then built back up again to experience what he went through. In order to understand. Directed by James McTeague. Um, and like it's something that doesn't normally happen to characters who are going alongside the good guy. Yeah, V definitely is not a good guy. He's no. he I, is I wouldn't a, even say he's the protagonist, he's, he's a, the antagonist. He's a psychopath. Like he's, he's the one just, that insta- he's he's the one that instills the change. Yes, he's the one that instills the change, but he's also the one you root for. For oh, that doesn't mean he's a pro tag. It just means he's the, he's he's a a heroic antag. Uh, I don't know. He's the hero of the he's story. He's not as anti-hero as you mean. Yeah. He's not a hero. He's punished. He's not. Yeah. Well, he's not a hero. He's not evil, but he's not a hero. Yeah. So it's kind of one of those weird toe the line type. Yeah. He's yeah. a vigilante, like that damn Spider-Man. Yeah, it's like Batman. If Batman uses size and murders the hell out of people, you know, slams them into the, the ground, first... stabs them, and shoots them. 
Yeah, I feel you like mean, Batman doesn't do that. It's weird. No, nah, I, like, I seem to recall Vivid like, it off. Doing that. Anyways, um, he was a detective. <laughs> yeah. Detective uh, Comics. But yeah, no, um, and overall, I just thought it was, a, again, a really well-done film. Uh, the, the... It's a bit preachy, but... It does, that's but... That's to be expected. It's yeah. kind of hard not to... It gets in on its own writing, too, which yeah. I think the Wachowskis are... Lily and uh, Lana, now Wachowski, are uh, brilliant writers, but they are weird. Oh, so you're saying it's Matrix Revolutions, not the first one. It's a little bit of... They have a very weird writing style that... The whole, voila, in view, a humble vaudevillian veteran. It's like, wow, did you just pull up a bunch of V words and throw it into a dialogue? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was like... (laughs) It doesn't matter. It sounds like that. No, that's quite literally the first line of that that monologue. Voila, in view, a humble vaudevillian veteran. Yep, that's what I care. You're not not trying hard enough. More V. More V. No fear. I honestly don't have too much to say about it because I think I've caught snippets when it's on TV, but it never really captured my interest. It's a it's it's really well done. It's definitely not a normal comic book movie. No, no, it's it's kind of like um. Is it 1984? Is that the? It it basically is. It's what happens when people stand up to 1984. Well, Well, one person, the main character from the movie 1984, is the villain in V. Yeah. Oh wait, they tied it in that way. That's actually kind of yeah. hilarious and yeah. kind of consistent. Who ultimately played Groom in Hellboy One. Yep. Yeah. Who was also? <sighs> yeah, cause it's John Hurt. Yep. It's John Hurt who also played the main character. Oh, there's in a one, there's, there's another wonderful actor. It, it, yeah, John, John Hurt Hurt's played amazing. the main character in the movie 1984. Uh, and now he's the big Bad brother guy. type yeah. character in uh, V. So. Yep. Which again, kind of all links up. And of course, Hugo Weaving's always a. Always a win. So. Yes. He's a treat. He's oh, yeah. a treat. And, whatever he's yeah. doing. And in here, you never see his face. Yeah, he he yeah, emotes through do. his body. I mean, you he emotes through his body and kind of moving around the mask, which at times gets a little awkward. But. Right, and no. I mean, yeah, there's a point where you kind of see what he looks like underneath, but it's but never explicitly it's never, shown to you. Yeah, that's that that kind of mystery I can actually kind of like. Because mm-hmm. it's kind of a, it's like you get hints of it, but it's never fully exposed. So yeah. it, it increases that mystery and creep factor. Yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Then. So that's my cool. Your two. My two is the first Iron Man. Okay. I right. still think it holds up well. Oh, it holds up very okay. well. Fantastic. I didn't have it on my list. It's. But... It falls under my honorable mentions under MCU. <laughs> yeah, under I, the MCU catch. I just knew that I'd put Guardians on my list, and that yeah. no, I don't. I don't. Infinity War would be up in my honorable mentions somewhere. So I'm like, ah, Iron Man, yeah. for sure. Yeah, the, yeah. Well, first off, it just it kicked off the whole thing in a damn big way. Yeah, 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 and just overall, it's an extremely solid movie, and yeah. written a lot off the cuff. And it made me actually start liking Robert Downey Jr. again. Yeah, and it came out within months of uh, some other movie that everyone loved more. We still have another round, and I'm not sure if this is going to be one of your number ones. That's, so I can guarantee it's not if you're saying that. Okay. But nope. then Dark Knight is not on anyone's list. Nope. Wow. Nope. No, it's, it came no, out it's within not. months of Dark Knight. It yep. did, didn't it? Yep, yep. sure did. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. Yep. It did not... Uh, it's kind of what... I kind of figured mm. one of you two would put that. Oh, no, to be I honest with you... never really loved Dark Knight. As much as I like Dark Knight, uh, the 1989 Batman was better. Well, before I get back to the topic, my personal favorite of the trilogy is I think Batman Begins. My favorite's Dark Knight, but yeah. it's also... It's one of those that I People like other movies great. better. Yep. Like I said, I prefer Batman Begins. Uh, I can't remember. Cillian Murphy? Killian. I can. Killian I always do that. I always fake myself out of the proper one. But anyway, he was a treat. And But with Iron Man, it's just so interesting because there were so many issues with the script constantly being rewritten yeah. day of and them just kind of having to play. It's like, okay, here's what we want to convey. Uh, do it. It's only because of Downey that it actually became as good as it was. Yeah. Because Downey and John Favreau, the director. Yeah. Good, happy. Yeah, exactly. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's only because of those two were so good at like keeping everybody's kind of spirits up and just improving off the fly. Yeah. That uh, Downey actually was able to walk uh, Jeff Bridges, who plays Obadiah, through that sort of stuff because Jeff Bridges like needs to know the plan. What are we doing today? Yeah. Where am I going? And for the first like couple months, he was like kind of real tense and didn't like it. Yeah. But then working with working with Robert Downey Jr. Like easing him into that kind of field, he actually started to really enjoy it. And then he learned that he was going to die the day uh, the day they were shooting that scene. Yeah, that his character was going to die. It's like, oh, I was, I was having fun. Yeah, I I really liked Obadiah Stane as a villain. I think they uh, should have kept him and made him the central of two coming back and maybe utilizing him with Whiplash. I didn't mind Whiplash. Uh, it... Crazy Russian guy. The creates... I don't know. Hammer, yeah. made, Hammer made a lot of sense though. All three of the, like, I think all three of the, the um, Iron, Man. Iron Man stand up on their own, but they're, the first one's just a very well done, it, sets the scene. It knocks it out of the park. Two yeah. was decent, but then they retread so much the first movie, it kind of meh. Um, and it's hard, to, it, it's hard to remember that that's where uh, Black Widow was actually introduced. Yeah. It, like, it is really easy to forget that. The fact that's where they introduced Black Widow, I'm like, damn, all right. And the fact that they introduced Nick Fury in the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's right. Like that, the after credits the thing. Avengers initiative was this mind-blowing, like, oh, my God, they're going to try this. And it it's not – I think Endgame's kind of the, like, wrap-up of that storyline. But they haven't. They've stuck the landing so far, very well. Infinity War, like they're coming in hot, and you can just see they've planted. Now it's just end games up. Are they gonna wobble or are they just gonna stick it? I think from everything I've seen, they're going to stick it. But I have faith in Russo's. <laughs> we'll figure that out in a couple months when yeah. that movie comes. And out. honestly, as as a last aside, I personally wouldn't have been terribly disappointed. If that had been the wrap, if if Thanos snapping and everybody disappearing had been the actual wrap up, and they would have just had to, the last shot would have just been them going, oh god, and nothing more, and that would have been the end of it. I would have loved it if they don't inter- like they don't mention that they have a new movie coming out, and then just like a month or like two weeks before the movie. Oh yeah, by the way, Avengers Endgame comes out in two weeks. Have fun. Just. Everyone would have gone, oh my god. But yeah, anyway. Yeah, people would have lost Yeah, it. Iron Man yeah. kicked off all of this stuff. Yeah. And, and Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. was perfect casting. Phenomenally yeah. batted like, uh, like 10,000 on that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was 
Robert Downey Jr. was perfect. Uh, Terrence Howard, uh, not so much. Oh. Well, they changed him, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Well, well, when you're in one and then you're also in one, and, you know, one times one equals two. Anyway, <laughs> he went a little off the deep end. But, but yeah, the first Iron Man was phenomenal. Absolutely. It felt... It felt like that good mesh between, like, the campy, over-the-top stuff we got in, like, the later, bat- like, 1990 Batmans, yeah. and... Yeah, Schumacher. Oof. There's a couple cuts that just make me laugh, but... The Ice Age! Well, no, not even that. Like, actual screen cuts. You go from a Grayson dead on the ground to a giant horse with its crush against a rock. Yeah, well... That was a great, that was a great cut, but... Yeah. It's, you, you get that you get that sort of campiness from there because they are they are acknowledging the fact that this is ridiculous. Yeah. But you also get a lot of the the straight hardcore realistic aspects, like like the kidnapping, like the terrorism that you get from the that you got from at the time Batman Begins. Yeah. Which meshed was meshed together very well. Yeah. The fact that Iron Man and Dark Knight came out within months of each other is. It proves that 2008 was a really good year for comics. It was books. phenomenal. It was yeah. like Dark Knight. I don't know if it got. I think it got some Oscar love, but I, I don't. I don't know how much it got, if any. Dark but it was. Yeah, I don't think it actually got any real nominations. It got some special effects or writing, maybe. Well, but I, I, I'm. I seem to remember Heath Ledger posthumously getting something, but. Oh yeah, duh. Yeah, he won supporting mm-hmm. actor. Duh. And Which he, he's I, phenomenal. I, I can but, almost guarantee he probably would have gotten even if he hadn't died. Maybe not. Uh, but yeah, Iron Man. Personally, I enjoyed Iron Man more than Dark Knight. So, all right. So number ones. Who wants to start? I'm gonna guess. You can both guess my number one. So I'm gonna let one of you two go first. Tom, did you want to? You go ahead. Go ahead. All right, then. Uh, Sticking with the MCU, though a different character, Winter Soldier. All right. That is definitely in my honorable mentions. I, as much fun as the first uh, Captain America movie was, it's kind of a lot, it's like kind of the Saving Private Ryan thing. It's got the the ho-hum American spirit going into war against the Nazis. It was good. Yeah, but Evans was like the best part of it. Oh yeah, by far. Even Mini Evans was and the, damn good. The fact the that they got it, that, he, he was on his knees on a soapbox to do that. Yeah, he did and that, that and then he had they had the the stand in the the kid stand in. I'm like that that's just really it's really cool and it it still holds up pretty well. And then when he becomes the super soldier, you're like, well, hello, how you doing? You see, you see the woman's hand go toward it, and apparently that wasn't planned. Yeah. Yep, <laughs> but it's. It was good, but again, we've seen those yeah. kind of campy. We've I don't seen say glor- that. I don't want to say glorifying the war from America's perspective, but definitely yeah. kind we've, of. We've seen that before. Yeah. yeah, you're just going against technologically advanced Nazis with Red Skull, and I will say that was Hugo. I think that's Hugo Weaving's yep. like one of his weakest performances. Oh, yeah, but I mean, with the rest of his his thing, like Elrond and everything else he's done, Agent that's, Smith. That, yeah, that's, that's not that's not lo- that's not bad praise, but it's like it's I think it's his weak one yeah, of his it's weakest ones. Six out of ten, but it's still one of his his worst. Yeah. 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 Um but but two. Two. Damn. Oh my god. Turned it into a psych like a psychological political thriller. It's like a spy geez, thriller. Yes. And yeah. I love I love the feel of those spy thrillers. Yeah. Again, to, to bring up another movie we mentioned earlier, the John Wick thing. It's why it's why I, it's one of the reasons I enjoyed that so much. It's like you got the spy 
kind of having to analyze everything, figure out the best, fastest way to take out everyone to get to his objective. And that's that's exemplified in that elevator scene. Yeah. Like he, he he knows something's going on and he just he just Before gets we do this, does anyone want to get out? No one does, doors close, and then it okay, just then. it just goes. And, yeah. and he 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 doesn't pull his punches, but he's not actively trying to kill them. Yeah. It's just so. And then I love the the touch of him jumping out, and landing on the shield. They established that it it absorbs. He still he still kind of takes a second yeah, to get he, up too. So he like cracks his shoulder like, ow, that hurt. Yeah. So yeah, but and it, then him taking out the the ship with a shield. Yeah. <laughs> like there's just so many cool things in the movie. The him throwing it and Winter Soldier catching the shield, backing up to getting knocked, getting yeah. slightly drawn back from it. The, he catches it because the arm is made out of the same stuff, and the reveal that it's Bucky. Hey, that's not surprising. Well, no. That, yeah. What I think about interesting about that is that we all knew that. The audience yeah. knew that, or at least heavily suspected that. So the surprise wasn't for us. It was the re- it was the reveal to uh, it's, Steve. It's that still was, impactful. It is, because you're seeing Steve have that heart-wrenching Bucky, and he just does not recognize Who the hell is Bucky? And yeah. it's just, you can feel the heartbreak in, yeah. in Rogers. It's, yeah. And I think the, the visual of the guy with the silver arm and, you know, just this the guy, that the, the, gas, the kind of like, not gas mask, but you get that, that filter looking kind of mask like with the, yeah, Bane, but not something like this. <laughs> yeah, but, but no, it's actually more of a the, proper cover mask. Yeah. And then the, the goggles and the long hair. And, and you just see, he just, he, he's got, the, he's just got an intimidating stance and he's just, slowly or quickly marching at you and you know if he gets you you ain't living yeah the scene where he's fighting hand to hand with captain america he he hits and then throws the knife up and catches it and And like just all that kind of stuff and like he's hitting he punches him and then throws the knife up and catches in the other hand and that was those two going at it seeing the behind the scenes and they're they're going at that speed yeah and it is amazing to watch the biggest complaints I can kind of have with it is the fact that at times the camera felt a little too shaky and close in. Yeah, the it was before they kind of figured out how to fully shoot action. This is the Russo brothers, the ones that ended up doing Infinity War. Yeah, which is probably another reason why I like it's, both movies so much. And they did Civil War, which they pulled some punches in Civil War, but I still liked it quite a bit. They did for what they had to do. It was an awesome spectacle. It, for for yeah, what yeah. they had to do, I think they nailed it pretty yeah. good. Other than not killing Rhodey, I think it's ultimately a really damn good movie they should have killed roadie to give uh, tony some more but anyway back i understand to but yeah winter soldier it, they didn't they had never done an action movie before so so they yeah. it felt it honestly in a way it made it feel a lot more like the born movies yeah it it was like the born two and three with the slight shaky cam but they knew things were happening they're pointing at the right thing instead of kind of like Moving the camera just to make sense. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they, you saw enough that you knew exactly what was going on. Yep. But honestly, with something like that, I'd almost, again, they, they learned, but I almost would have liked it if it had been backed up like four or five feet, clear view, just still frame, just watching the spectacle of these yeah. two powerhouses duking it out on, on an equal level. Yeah. I also loved the scene where Nick Fury gets shot oh and Captain America just. All right then, and dives into the building, and then just starts slamming through walls. <laughs> like yep. that's just great. He, he doesn't. He just bursts he ha- through he doors. Has a, yeah, he has a half second of 
oh god. Then he realizes, oh crap, someone's coming. Time to move. And you see exactly I'm going what, after this guy. And you see exactly yeah. what a super soldier could do when he does not have to give a shit. Yeah, and it is motivated. And it is properly. terrifying. Yeah. yeah. It, that, that's the part that I loved is that uh, the first one, you got the feeling that he was pretty strong, but he was also going against Red Skull. In the second one, oh no, you see exactly what kind of what kind of power Captain America has from that from that juice injection he got. Yeah, like he is a strong son of a bitch, yeah. and you do not want to mess with him. Yeah. All right, All right. Tommy. Tommy. what's your number two? Uh, number one. Or number one. Number one. Avengers: Infinity War. Well, damn. Okay. Speaking of, yeah. it's yeah. This one's in my. Someone will say it. So I didn't even bother putting it in my... Yeah, yeah kind of the same thing. I knew one of us would say it, so I, I didn't even bother. probably gush about Infinity War or something. Yeah, um, Infinity War, we've basically already covered all the reasons why I like the movie. From Guardians, from, from Iron Man to, the to thing Captain is, America. I mean, and it, it takes, like... It's like a Lego set that you bought that's like a million-piece Lego set, and you're like, I finally get to play with it. And now it's every piece you ever had, ever, assembled into something that is fully... Like, just awesome. Yeah, because and it delivers on everything that it said it was going to deliver on. Yeah. And you yeah. sit there and go, well, I can't say that I'm disappointed in any way with this. There's a couple yeah. things where it's like, it, it wasn't quite what I imagined, but nothing that made me go, oh, hang on a minute, that's bullshit. Yeah. Everything was like, no, this is pretty concise. I understand everything. And then, oh my God, my heart! Why, oh, it hurts. Why, why have you done this? Yeah. I don't want to go, Mister Stark. Every but character is, every character is true to what they are. Yeah. Um, you can like, connect with every character. Yeah. The the Russo brothers somehow took t- what nineteen other movies and was like, okay, all these movies. other characters that could that are that are and could be main characters the of a whole is, movie. There's themselves. like seventy characters in that movie. And the, even the new ones, the Black Order, okay, they don't get a whole lot of plot development. But they they're kind really of. I thought Ebony Maul was really cool, mm-hmm. but. Yep. They're going to die by the hands of Thanos. <laughs> the yep. children of Thanos. Yes. Yeah. I thought he was, was really cool. I I really enjoyed. Uh, uh, what's the. Um, I really enjoyed them. I loved uh, Ebony Maw and Proxima Midnight, the two yep. that go after. Uh, but the two speaking ones? Uh. Yeah, pretty much. Um, there are two speakers. The other two weren't. <laughs> Ebony Maw was the... The magician. The, the, the telekinetic. Yeah. yeah. Magician. Um, Proxima Midnight's the like the one that looked like the general, the female. Yeah, the spear holder. Yeah, Call Obsidian, who's like basically Hulk. And <laughs> Except less help. articulate. You're going to help Hulk? No? Fine, screw you then. I'll, screw I'll you, do it myself. Big, wait, wait, you big green asshole or something like that? Screw you, you big green asshole. I'll do it myself. That was one of the funniest lines. See ya. <laughs> like like that. And then um, uh, Corvus Glaive. Or Corvus. Yeah, Corvus, Corvus Glaive. Yeah. Was the, the assassin that stabbed. Uh, that took out um, Vision. Vision twice, basically. He's good at his job. He yeah. is damn good at his job. I absolutely love him in the comics. He's yep. a, just a. Really cool assassin. And to build yeah. on your like Lego theory, it's the fact that you st- you started bit like with all the other franchises with Iron Man, with uh, Captain America. 
you were kind of building separate little pieces with the Legos. Yeah. And then you, you're like, I want to get all these together. Yeah, and they slotted really damn well it's together. It's like buying... When I was younger, I, I used to love collecting, like, action figures. And it's like, ooh, I have an action... Or an Iron Man action figure. I want to see him fight Captain America. And then we have Civil War. And it's like, oh, cool. I want to see all of my stuff in the plate... In the, the sandbox fight each other. And that's what this movie's like. And yeah. it doesn't overload you with hundreds fighting at one time. You get... You know, the the stuff on Titan with Thanos well, going hand-to-hand -hand against the... Everyone. Basically the strongest... The, the, the physically and magically yeah. strongest ones they have. The, yeah. the great part about that little thing is that there were there were three separate bat, three separate fronts, I guess you could say. You had you had Thor with uh, uh, Rocket and yeah, Groot. And <laughs> that was a great... And I will say the, uh, the mate forging the axe storyline's a little weak. It's the weakest, but it's yeah. still not bad. Yeah. But that was all that was all huge with a lot of blues, the cold grays, mm -hmm. and all that sort of stuff. You had the stuff in Wakanda, it's big all open expanse, green, green and like like it's all red. green and black. And and the yeah, black from the, the riders. Yeah. And then you had the stuff on Titan, which is a lot of orange and the purple from Grimace. Yeah. And, and I, so you yeah. you're bouncing between these. A lot's happening, but because they're all three distinct. It doesn't feel like a mesh. It's like the best parts of uh, the two towers. It's like everything's everything's happening. It's all it's all a mess. But because of the way Peter Jackson kind of shot it and edited it, it all feels cohesive and you can follow it easily. Yeah, just like this in the in the final battle where Thanos shows up with five or five Infinity Stones five. at this time because yeah. he needs one and more. You're just like. Well, they're screwed. And the <laughs> yeah. only one to like stop him momentarily is Captain America. And, and like, well, uh, you're screwed, but and you okay. can see the look of, of just kind of quizzical almost respect or admiration oh, yeah. on Thanos' face where he actually has to bring up his other fist. Russo brothers definitely say that the fact that this because Captain America is basically just a strong human. Yeah, he's the pinnacle and of Star humanity. Lord since he turned down the uh, celestial is strictly a human. And he is just a human that's kind of lucky. Those two Chris's were the ones to bring the yeah. most challenge to and Thanos. Thor, who yeah. the only reason Thor didn't kill him is because he wanted to show off his hubris. So, yeah, and it's the fact and that he hit him in the chest. So the three Chris's are the, are the ones that are like right. And yeah. you brought up the forging of the axe. Well, yeah, that's a little weak. It's, it's just ultimately especially the weakest it's, it's ultimately hyper important. Because again, it shows his the hubris of that character and the fact that, like, he's if you remember all along when he lost his weapon to Hell or Hella. sorry Hella, yeah, Hell, <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, hard to remember that sometimes. Uh, when he lost his uh, hammer to Hella, when he lost uh, Mjolnir, ah, um, uh, Hella, no, anyway. yeah. And then just uh, he, everything he got slammed. Yeah, he like lost. He, he dad, lost lo his lost his mom and Thor too. It was a symbol of everything that he had lost, and he relied so heavily on that because he thought that was the source of everything that was his identity. Yeah. Both both uh, I can't remember his first name, like Taiki Watiti, Taika Watiti, Taika Watiti, and the Rooster Brothers just annihilated everything that made Thor Thor. Just cracked yeah, down right. on everything he built his image on. And yeah. then he finally has a piece of what he feels is himself back. He's got that chance and to reap showed, everything. And instead of doing the right thing and aiming for the head or the arm, 
He goes, body shot. So I can say, you're, I told you you'd die for that. And it's like to basically to basically show his dominance of I told you you'd regret this, and you. And I can't wait to see that aftermath because you know he's going to be and him, beat himself up to hell. And the thing yeah. is, it brings him back to exactly where he started at as Thor in the very first movie. That petulant child that had to get that one last cowardly that, shot in. Yep, who was Instead constantly of, like, I'm all about going out, killing a bunch of things, coming back and Let's partying like the there's Bruce no tomorrow. Giants just changed for, I'm going to make this Titan suffer. And... It, yeah. it's everybody like, who gets turned into something at the end of wherever they were at prior to the big the big battle against Thanos is reduced to back the back to what they were when everything first started. Well, yeah, uh, Rogers had to watch his best friend collapse and yeah. turn to and dust. The person that he basically threw Winter's, away everything for. Winter Soldier and Civil War is all about the relationship between Captain America and Bucky. Yep, and how. And, and, it's and how Rogers was willing to throw everything away. Him trying to fight for Bucky, and ultimately, like when it gets into Civil War, he severs ties with the Avengers so he could protect his friend, who is yes, murdering people. And it's one of those that's like, well, okay, cool, but now, yeah, that entire storyline is up in dust, which. It hasn't been made mute, let's, but it, it... Let's be honest. The, the people that are dusted are coming back. Yeah. Can almost guarantee. The fact that we have a Spider-Man Far From Home trailer before Endgame, you know Spider-Man's coming back. The fact that Black Panther 2 is confirmed, ooh, Black Panther's coming back. I definitely the, think they should have kept yeah. that all under wraps, but that's a whole they, they other did. issue. They tried? Because... The director of Black Panther was like, yeah, we have a sequel coming, and wasn't told that, oh no, everybody's dying. Because <laughs> then they started backpedaling. They they backpedaled away from it being Avengers or 3 and 4, and they backpedaled like, hey, everybody just, you know, you're fine. But then they released a trailer for Spider-Man Far From Home, so whatever. Yeah, it, yeah. like, uh, everything that they, that was built up, I think was pretty much universally satisfactorily taken care of yeah. in, in Infinity War. Yeah, the payoff was was great, and I like the fact that Thanos won. Yep. It felt Thanos had it one felt goal. Deserved. Thanos had one goal. He established that goal. He killed those that he killed the ones that he didn't deem worthy. He killed Loki because Loki betrayed him. Which you can kinda understand. And the fact that he actually physically killed Loki Finally. Like, he should have died in Thor 2, but that's a thing that just bothered the shit out of me. That he had a chance to sacrifice himself, and then he kind of did. And then they just like, oh, by the way, he's Odin. Okay, cool. Um, the, it led to a funny joke in Ragnarok. Yeah. Right, but... Yeah. but um, ultimately, the fact that they actually killed him, they stabbed Heimdall, because Heimdall... Oh, no! Because Heimdall sent Banner away. They, they killed Gamora... And I'm guessing Gamora will ultimately be the one to stab Thanos back, but... Yeah, because she was the linchpin for she's him getting in, the soul gems. Yeah, she's stuck in the soul gem. That's... We can get into... Uh, comic uh, book meta. Uh, theories and all that when Captain or Captain Marvel officially comes out, and sometime in the future we'll deal with that. Um, but, but yeah, yeah I'm definitely curious how everything's going to wrap up, because yeah. they 
they have a three-hour movie to wrap it all up after uh, Captain Marvel. So, yep. but I'm, it is three hours long. I am real curious how that's going to happen. Right. Yeah. So that was my number one. Devin, take a guess. Uh, okay. Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Yep. Yeah. It's uh, one. It's, it's been my favorite movie since I first saw it in theaters. A lot of Chris Evans movies on my. Uh, oh yeah. It's number five on my honorable mentions, it, which I'm surprised it's that high considering you know how yeah, I know about it. It's not it's either of your favorite still movies. Have, still have not watched it. It's growing on me. That's, it's one that when I first saw it in theaters, I'm like, okay, well, I like Edgar Wright. You know, I, I had loved Hot Fuzz when that came out. I watched Shot of the Dead. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, I'll go into this movie. I, I'm expecting to enjoy it. And the opening 8-bit version of the Universal logo, I'm like, I'm going to love this movie. The first scene, like, them kind of quietly talking, like, okay, this is kind of cool, I guess, cool. And then it, like, the doorbell rings, and there's, like, the pop-up of the of what he's seeing. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. And then they start playing, and then it, it goes into the opening. I'm like, I just noticed I haven't stopped smiling <laughs> from the beginning of this movie. And then it gets to, like, it goes past all the evil exes and it starts fighting Gideon and the movie ends I'm like holy shit uh, I, I'm i pretty damn sure that I didn't not smile yeah I've been smiling for two hours now and it's like this movie is phenomenal and then I immediately walked out bought a ticket walked back in and then I saw it three times in two days nice so it was one of those that I was it was the summer that I had joined film school too Oh, so, wow, that did not help. I'm like, either. this is awesome. People I'm going to film school with, please, watch this movie. This movie's awesome. And they're like, this movie's pretty damn cool. I'm like, this movie's awesome. I love this movie. <laughs> and it it shot up to my top. Like, it overtook Shaun of the Dead <laughs> conveniently for my number one spot of all time. Like, yeah, any it, movie, not just comic book. Yeah, it, yeah it's, it's top. It's top for you. Yeah, it and it's been that way since, what, 2010 now, I think yeah. it was. It's, uh, and it's, it's just... Like, I, it's growing I, on me. I love the movie. It, the it's I hard it, for me like not it. to say that I love the movie. Yeah, and you shouldn't have to say it. Yeah, you shouldn't I, have to be forced. It's nine, I think. Honestly, it's nine or ten, it's somewhere that. in there. But I absolutely loved it. Uh, it's to me, it's just a damn good comic book movie. Uh, it's based on a graphic novel by um, Brian Lee O'Malley, who I think wrote the helped write the script. I like the but, art style and the yeah. actual comic. It it the movie actually 2010 2010 yeah so I was in film school and I absolutely loved the art style from the comics I actually bring that into the video game which was a lot yeah, of fun yeah, that, I really enjoyed the video game because it was a beat em up yeah I really enjoyed the comics comics in the movie very different uh, they were Edgar Wright wanted to make the movie between I think two and three or three and four and then He's like, I'm writing the script. We're going into production. Brian Lee O'Malley's like, cool, I'm going to write my own story. And then they, they did like the Game of Thrones thing that went in two very different directions. Now there's like the Katsunagis building robots or there's Katsunagis being DJs. It's like, well, uh, yeah. But I just think it's one of, like, I love Edgar Wright and I loved uh, World's End and I loved um, Baby Driver, but uh, Scott Pilgrim's still my, my top of, like the pinnacle of Edgar Wright's editing style and his pacing and his characters and just everything about it is just absolutely insanely well done. So, yeah. 
Excellent movie. Yeah. Most most Edgar Wright films that I've watched, I've enjoyed to some degree or another. There's five of them now. Yeah. And they're, they could all be in my top five. They so, could be your top five. Yeah, well, one in, one in three now are Edgar Wright's, so. Sean did then move down a run. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've talked before of the issues I've had with Sean Dead. Yeah. Well, yep. I mean, I think Scott Pilgrim just keeps the... It bogs down slightly in the middle after you've watched it a hundred times, but... That happens. Yeah. It's one of those that the pacing is just phenomenal. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's not surprising. If anyone knows me, they know that I love, love Scott Pilgrim, and it's one of those that a lot of people don't realize it's uh, based on a graphic novel. Yep. Yeah. And it's one you can't believe that I won't watch. Yeah, I know. You're such an ass. No, no. I will go back in the fact that you not understanding why I won't watch because of Michael Sarah is the same kind of reasoning that I don't understand how you watch a lot of the film festival shit you watch. I don't go to film festivals. Oh, wait, nobody's seeing that I'm currently wearing a film festival shirt. Yeah. I think on top of a... Yeah. On top of a film festival t-shirt? Nope. It's a barbecue. Oh, uh, thank God. Yeah. You're not too much of a... Do- yeah, I don't understand how you watch some of the stuff you watch, but hey, that's that. Like I said, we're two different people. I enjoy watching stories. You enjoy reading stories, so yeah. So anyways, that's my stuff. my top five. You're the in between us. Yep. My top five are Guardians of the Galaxy, Three Hundred, Sin City, Hellboy Two, and Scott Pilgrim. Yep. Mine were uh, Avengers: Infinity War, V for Vendetta, Three Hundred, Kingsman. And Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He went one to five. I'll go five to one. Go two, three, four, one, five. Oh, no, no. Okay. Uh, Iron Man, Deadpool, Blade, Winter Soldier, Kingsman. There you oh, go. Okay. Cool. There. All right. Wow. So uh, <laughs> I'm the lowest with Marvel movies. Thing. It's uh, not entirely surprising. You have a you're a bit you're a bit more wider uh, wider watch than the two of us. Yeah. I fine. think what's surprising is how little Marvel is on mine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, some of my quick, real quick honorable mentions. Yeah. I had on there uh, the spirit. God, I hated the spirit. Um, oh my god! Oh my that god! One. I hated that movie. Uh, it was a lot better than the Phantom. Jesus. Just throwing that out oh, there. Yeah. Does uh, that say much? From it... Hell. I enjoyed From Hell. Uh, it's been a while since I watched it, so I didn't really think about um, it. Kick Ass. Kick Ass is one of my honorable mentions. That's to number seven. Men in Black. That's Men on in mine. Black. That is on mine. The first He's one, on my honorable Jones. mentions, just Tommy Lee Jones mentions. is amazing. And Red. Oh, I'm sorry. One more. Daredevil. I enjoyed Daredevil. It was I, fun I, for I what it was. Daredevil. I enjoyed Daredevil. It has lots of issues, but I still enjoy I think it. the director's yeah. cut's a lot better. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. But director's I mean, cut's so much better. Um, and then uh, one more on there, because it's currently relevant. Uh, Alita Battle Angel. That is my number 10. <laughs> <laughs> I did, that's the one I didn't really want to put in my top five yet, but I get the feeling because it hasn't sunk in yet. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I get the feeling after watching it a couple of times that will take yeah. over for Guardians. I mean, I do have a lot more on my list, but for brevity, yeah, and we're uh, running out of time, getting close yeah. to having to. For wrap me, up here. that's why I try to have only four or five on that. But like yeah. for me, one of them's Men in Black because again, Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones bounce off each other so well. Yep. Yeah. The Punisher with Tom, Thomas Jane. Yes. The original yes. with... Uh, no. Uh, not the, the original. Crazy, the, well, the good the, one. The crazy... The guy from Gotti. God damn it. John Travolta? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. That's how I get to John Travolta. John Travolta's the villain. <laughs> yeah. He could have said Saturday Night Fever. He could have said... Grease. A bunch of other things. Grease. Yeah. But no, I, much lately. <laughs> I, I enjoyed the hell out of that, out of that Punisher because yeah, I think I, Thomas Jane was a perfect fucking fit. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that one, actually. Spawn. 
Spawn, I I tried rewatching. It's not. That it's not good. Does not hold up. It's not good, all, but I enjoy it. There's a new one coming out this year. I'm hoping it's good. It's yeah. a horror movie, as it should be, by as it should Todd be. McFarlane. I'm done for. Oh. That. Yeah. <laughs> I just got so hard. <laughs> and the other one, the, the we can agree he did. The, the one that's yeah. the one that kind of was bouncing between that and Deadpool, the losers. Okay. I enjoyed the losers. Kind of another cool. Chris Evans. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So my honorable mentions, I had Infinity War, Blade. I'm just going to go through the ones that are mentioned by everyone else. Infinity War, Blade, Winter Soldier, Kingsman, Men in Black, V for Vendetta, um, uh, and Alita Battle Angel were on there as well. I also had Watchmen by yep, Zack Snyder. That was on mine there. I really enjoyed Watchmen. <sighs> it, it's one of those that I just think was a really well well shot movie. It wasn't bad. There was, just a couple, there, was, there, was enough, there was enough moments in there that was kind of like, eh. Yeah, I thought... Visually, it was really cool. Just Rorschach like was intimidating. Rorschach was awesome. And I, yeah. I thought I really liked the way they did uh, Dr. Manhattan. I thought yeah. he was just really unique and interesting character. Yep. Night Owl, Silk Spectre, meh. Yeah. Um, Batman, what? Like 30 Days of Night. Yep. Somebody else <laughs> uh, I actually really enjoyed 30 Days of Night. Yeah. That one was it more was, comedy it was like, to me. I watched it in the middle of winter yeah. at like a 10 o'clock show. So I got out about midnight at, a, at an outdoor mall. Oh my god. And there was a snowstorm. So I walked out and it was like everything was dark and dead oh. <laughs> in a snowstorm. This isn't creepy. Like, this what? is awesome. <laughs> and I, I just generally enjoyed it. It's a yeah. good vampire vampire horror. I, I found myself yeah. laughing more than actually getting terrified. I don't know what that says about me. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. It was it was a I'm fun not, movie. I'm not saying it was bad. I'm saying the, that. There's the one overhead shot going through the city where you just see people getting killed. I'm like, that's yep. just really well done. Uh, next one is Big Hero 6. Yep. I just thought, oh, that's a that was a fun one. You know, it was nothing special, but it was fun. I still like Baymax. Um, Constantine. Yep, on my list as well. I actually really enjoyed Constantine. I yep. did. It's I'm not a good movie. I don't no, think Reeves was the it. right choice. I I still enjoyed him. Yeah, and I I like I enjoyed him. as the the assist the the friend who's basically the same character. From the I, robot, I I do yeah, en- enjoyed it. I do enjoy Keanu in that and. Because before before the movie, I didn't know anything about Constantine. And I think he, when I first watched it, this is amazing. And then I found out about Constantine. I would love to see, we mentioned Del Toro. I would love to see Del Toro do Constantine. That'd be great. Like, they were talking about doing him doing Justice League Dark with Constantine and Zatanna and like what Swamp Thing, Man Thing. I would love that. Yeah. I would love that. Just a standalone Constantine. I want to see him do that. Just that world. But And, And honestly, like for Still actor, have Hellboy pop up. Boom, Constantine and Hellboy. Plus, anyway, plus, plus, as as for actors too, the guy who did the guy who played Constantine awesome. in the series. Yeah, Just imagine Hellboy and Constantine crossover, team. considering they're two yeah, different comic Dark companies. Horse. Dark Horse is its own. Who cares? Yeah. Like I said, honestly, for characters, after seeing the, the the show tanked, but the guy they got to play Constantine yeah. in the show, I mean, I he him. nailed it. Yeah. So anyway, that's Constantine. Um, I had Kick Ass. Yeah, it's on my list as well. At one point. I yeah. enjoyed Kick-Ass. The first one was good. second one was yeah. pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, same. Men in Black. I had Oblivion with Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, yep. it's that It's based one? on, I believe, a French comic. Yeah. Okay, that would explain And I just... That's one of those weird movies that I genuinely enjoyed. Well, Tom Cruise is hard to not like unless yeah. you just don't like Tom Cruise. Real quick, one that I realized that made none of our top lists, and I'm surprised that it didn't, Oh, was... Uh, the um, wow, other Tom Cruise movie 
that you have the poster on up, up on your refrigerator. Well, that's upstairs. because that's not a comic. You mean the one that's based on the light novel? That we, yeah, yeah. That's um, why. That's yeah. The one that's that right. was currently playing upstairs. Oh, yeah. was uh, it? Edge okay. of Tomorrow. Yeah, Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. Not based on a manga. Yeah, I can tell you the minute we're talking about literature movies, that's gonna pop up on someone's. Oh yeah, that's yeah. gonna be on my. Because that it's was not on. gonna be my number one. No, but it was but, an amazing but, movie. My number one's gonna be a trilogy. So, <laughs> right. I wonder. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, like but I genuinely much? enjoyed Oblivion. Yeah, um, fantastic. I, I saw it. You know what I keep production getting, design was phenomenal. You know what I keep getting that mixed mixed up with, which is stupid to do. I mix that up with uh, After Earth. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's like a better yeah. version of After Earth. It is. Re- it also, is. Tom Cruise punching Tom Cruise after riding on a motorcycle is kind of fun. <laughs> yeah, because he finds a clone of himself and they start beating each other up. Yep. Um, I have wanted. Because I enjoyed Wanted. It has issues, sure. I liked it visually. It was good, but it didn't make I, the list. I thought Tim Urbeck Marmotov, the director, did a good job like adapting it. Um, and I, I always love James McAvoy. So He's amazing. Yep. I love James McAvoy. I genuinely like uh, Morgan Freeman and Angelina Jolie, so I enjoyed the movie. It, it falls apart when you start thinking about it. <laughs> I, I couldn't quite get into it because I read the graphic I, re- I read the graphic novel. I've read first, the graphic novel and I enjoyed it. It's a whole different story, and I had to yeah. kind of want to see the. I graphic separated novel. the two, and I'm like, I actually enjoyed the movie. And sometimes I, I can do that. This I time want I couldn't. Them to do like, kind of like what they just did with Umbrella Academy to uh, Wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also have Lego Batman just because fun. Right. I actually really enjoyed Lego Batman. It's dumb I, as hell, but I like it. I enjoyed it most of the way through. And then the one that I'm amazed nobody's even mentioned is Logan. Logan was phenomenal. Yeah, it was. was. I loved Logan. But I, I sometimes have a hard time watching that one. Oh, it's, it, it is gets not heavy. A, it, it is not heavy. an easy watch. It was, it is it was very well done. It also has like the best representation of his rage just at the end with that, going through the forest. Yeah, oh my stabbed God. himself with the, the drugs and all that. It's like, like, yeah. that, like that's what we've wanted for oh, yeah. so long. It's a Absolutely. great send-off for an... In, unbelievably well done character in the, in the same vein it's also I, why I enjoyed that scene in, in the second X-Men movie oh, where he sees the guy yeah. with the machine the second gun. X-Men movie I, I was thinking about putting on my list same but it's like he Logan sees the guy with a machine gun decked out in tactical gear in the school at night and he gives no yeah. shits pops his claws and stabs him into the fridge screaming yeah. and it's like yes that I I genuinely loved X2 it and was great. I still go back the, and watch that one again. I love Nightcrawler. Uh, I thought <laughs> Nightcrawler was such a cool character in that one. The new Nightcrawler, man, Cody Smith McPhee's character, man, not but horrible, but not, I, not as good. I love Dallin Cumming as uh, for but sure. No, so. Yeah, I yeah, think that's, that's about my, it. That's all my second, all my ones. Yeah, cool. So, uh, other than that, I liked the Japanese Death Note adaptation. Fair. <laughs> it's that not a good, a, not a good movie, but I enjoy it. Yeah. So. But, so what are we covering next week? Oh, uh, well, next week, what movies come out? Next week, we huh. have... Nothing. Yeah, nothing of interest to most people. Yeah, there's, like, nothing coming out next week. Captain Marvel's going to win the weekend again. Um, yeah. I would, yeah. So, <laughs> it's going uh, to be tough, because we don't have a, a big thing to... Yeah, I mean, we've got of. Captive State and Wonder Park. Woohoo! Big ones. Wonder Park. Many I, of you want to take your kids to a... An animated movie, go see Dragons instead. I have yeah. not seen any sort of advertising for any of these things. I've seen I the keep Wonder seeing Park Wonder Park, Park, and I'm like, oh my god, make it stop. Right. And then yeah. Captive State I keep seeing on uh, Instagram. I'm like, yep. great, not seeing that. But, <laughs> but 
And then what are we covering next week? Uh, so yeah, so so because of nothing coming out, what we need to, <laughs> we need to keep digging for shit. If we really want to dig, we could do documentaries, but let's not. Oh, let's not. <laughs> let's not do documentaries. What? Mockumentaries? Okay. Oh, I could do that. It's a nice. Anyway, um, one of these, one of these days we should. But yeah, let's put that down the road. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking thrillers. Yep, sounds great. Psychological thrillers, procedure thrillers, you know, yeah. something like that. Not horror. No, that's all. I mean, that's horror. Will come horror later. thriller is kind of most like a... likely two weeks from now when Us comes out, we'll deal with horror. Yeah, that sounds good. But but straight thrillers. thrillers you know, sounds great. Not horror. Uh, Love intrigue. Yeah, we'll go like detective sort of thriller in general. I think next week we're gonna have fifteen total different movies. I think I don't so. think we're gonna be bouncing anything next week. Well, no, so. thriller is a little more of a nebulous term, honestly. Yeah, something that's not quite pure action, not horror, kind of that weird mix. You can, like, you can, you, you something know, like Seven may or may not be on my list. Yeah, because you you know what a comic movies. book story is. Yeah, or you know like, comic book, very you know animated movie. It, that, those but, are easy yeah. things. Like thriller is a. Very nebulous and means different things to different yeah. people. Next week's going to be a little tricky, so it's going to be a little fun. Good I luck to you two. Thanks. Uh, I already have three of them picked up, so it's all good. I already have seven. Or <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Anyway, yeah. the number, not the. My... But yeah. Uh, that'll be next week. So, to end this glorious chapter, uh, my name is Devin. I'm Tom. I'm James. And that has been yet another week of us talking about movies and pretending we're important.